1: Remember, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Aloha, multidimensional friends, shifters, light guardians, dreamers within this holographic matrix. Thank you so much for tuning in once again, or maybe it's the first time, to another live broadcast slash podcast on behalf of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real-world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. You are tuned in to an episode of Paradigm Shift Dream Class, Another opportunity for us to be able to come together as a community, to be able to engage in some interesting metaphysical, philosophical, consciousness shifting, inspirational discussion about dreams, about lucid dreaming, about metaphysics, about dimensions, about what it means to be a cosmic citizen, about how to be able to develop our dream practices, achieve lucidity, and also being able to document and share some of the multidimensional experiences that are taking place between us as a community. So thank you so much, everyone who is here. Here. And of course, we are joined by some shifters who are with us here in the circle, and there's going to be more shifters who are going to be joining in on the fly. But for the shifters who are here live in this moment, please feel free to gently unmute your microphones and quickly make some noise and send some love to all the people who are tuned into this. So we got Brian, and we got Zai, A.K.A. Wolf, Wolfette, as we've kind of been calling her on the side. So go <laughs> ahead, everyone, say hi. <laughs> weep, hi. Weep, weep, send some love. <laughs> 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 All right. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining in. Again, we'll just do a very quick introduction for those who may be entirely new to Paradigm Shift Central. As I said, Paradigm Shift Central is a real world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. Part of what we do is we focus on building a global team of shifters, people who are helping assist the shift in consciousness through acts of creativity and compassion, who are stepping into their roles as leaders, as community facilitators, who are stepping into their own self-mastery, who are leveling themselves up within this metaphysical multi-dimensional game to be able to help step into their potential to be able to help make a difference in this world and a big part of that is by coming together on these broadcasts so for everyone who is maybe here for the first time consider this an invitation to check out plenty more that we got through paradigmshiftcentral.com. You'll find that there's lots of additional broadcasts and podcasts, as well as plenty of other community-created content for you to be able to explore and enjoy. So for this broadcast, as I said, we're going to be getting into the topic of Dream Class. And we've done Dream Class broadcasts. This is, I think, maybe episode 27, 26-ish, give or take, of Dream Class. And just as a follow-up from last class, we'll try not to repeat too much of everything that, that we talked about in last class. So if you were really looking to be able to just kind of get even more, then I encourage you to even just go back and check out any of the previous Dream Class broadcasts. But from the last broadcast, we really got into some like the practical tips, some basic stuff in terms of what's gonna be able to help you get more in tune with your dream practices, to be able to help remember more, to be able to help activate lucidity as well. And we also ended the broadcast broadcast with our dream tree meditation which we'll do again at the end of this broadcast really to just dial home the importance of that practice in terms of being able to create the consistency with it so stay tuned for later in the broadcast and we'll do a little bit of that and that is again with the intention of being able to help step into the idea of shared dreaming so within this broadcast, we want to be able to invite you, the audience members, to be able to help co-facilitate this discussion by even letting us know what are some topics that you would be interested in hearing discussed during this broadcast. And if you even have any particular questions for people on the team, we are more than welcome to be able to help help assist answering those. And at the same time, we're going to be going around the circle in the next moment, giving the people here an opportunity to be able to share a little bit about what brings them to Dream Class, as well as being able to create the space for us to be able to share any dream stories that we might want to share. Maybe it's a recent one. Maybe it's one from a while ago that really stands out. I do have one particular dream story that I am planning on sharing a little bit later that um, I don't even really want to spoil it too much, but uh, it may or may not have to do with uh, like multiple parallel realities. So stay tuned for that. But again, for those of you who are tuned into this, just want to give a huge shout out to our Patreon supporters. You help make this possible. Help us reach 200 active Patreon supporters by contributing a monthly donation of any amount at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton, which will also give you access to exclusive content that's gonna be coming your way soon through the Patreon, as well as your 25% off discount code for items at questitemshop.com, including the shift buttons, which again, as you can see I'm wearing, those have the Paradigm Shift Central website on them. They're more than just awesome swag. They're tools to be able to help share for people to be able to help give out when doing free hugs and connect people back to the project. And of course, we also have our exclusive Light Guardian Crystals, which are not only toys, but also talismans and also meditation tools. You can like hold onto these like well-dreaming And, uh, yeah, that's a very interesting concept that we've talked about in the previous dream classes. So again, thank you, Patreon supporters, and you can go to the Patreon, and even just single donations are always appreciated. So be sure to check that out. Links are in the information as well. And of course, if you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe to paradigm shift radio on iTunes as well. And again, all the links for that are in the information for this video on YouTube, as well as links for people who are in this broadcast will be posted into the show notes afterwards. But yeah, when you get a chance, go check out the main website. We've we've Done a lot of upgrades on there, so you'll definitely be seeing a lot more awesome content coming through that main portal. So, with that said, let's begin passing the talking stick around. I'll I'll give somebody else a chance to be able to talk, and then and then I'll kind of add in a little bit more of my own uh, interpretation, my own reasons as to what why do I why do I come to Dream Class? Well, I'm facilitating it for one thing, but I always have like a new perspective to be able to share when it comes to dreams, and and dreams are. An ever fascinating pro, and never an ever fascinating concept, never fascinating discussion because I feel that dreams in themselves are a mystery that keeps on unfolding, and the topic of dreams often changes as we change. So, let's uh pass the talking stick around and we'll hear a little bit more about what brings each of the shifters here to dream class. And uh, we do have Wolf, aka Zai, and we have Brian, aka Panda. And we also have Erica, who was able to just join in. So welcome, Erica, who is one of uh, the new members of our core team. And I will just mention real quick that if you're looking to be able to, to join in for future broadcasts like this on air... Be sure to check out more at and apply for your shifter pass, which will give you access to being able to connect with the core team, which is like a private membership. So with that said, I'll pass the talking stick around. So either Erica, Panda or Wolf, if you guys want to grab the talking stick first, just go ahead and unmute yourself and put your hand up and we will pass it over to you and you can share a little bit about what brings you to dream class so with that said we will pass it to whoever wants to go first maybe wolf do you want to go first yeah okay cool all right so we're pass- passing it over to wolf so wolf go right ahead welcome
3: all righty well thank you for the warm welcome um what brings me here is really a a deep desire to connect with community and discuss things that in most social circumstances you wouldn't really get to talk about or you know you kind of start to talk about them but people don't really don't really want to delve it a little bit deeper like uh like you might that's okay no okay okay no worries um But yeah, so I just think that it's really awesome that we're, we have this space here to be able to communicate about things that we wouldn't really have the opportunity in most uh, situations to do so. And I have a lot of weird dreams and a lot of weird situations with my dreams. And so I think it's really good for me to be able to have a space where I can openly talk about those things with um, other people who may have opinions or may have some kind of idea behind what it is that I'm experiencing or why I may be experiencing it. So this is a little bit uh, for me and also a little bit for the people that I care about that are um, tuning in, my friends or family who may be able to tune in and also get gain insight from the things that we talk about and maybe learn more about their own experience. So that's pretty much what brings me here. Just wanting to explore more about the dream realm and all of the magical esoteric stuff that kind of goes down in that space and sharing the wisdom with all of the amazing people who join in so yeah and I guess I'll pass the talking stick who, to whoever would like to hop on in after that
1: Whoops. Oh, sorry. I had my mic muted there for a second. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. I just got to repeat that for the people who didn't hear. Sorry. I was just going to say, I really appreciate Wolf's sentiment there. And I agree that a lot of what we're doing here isn't just for us. This is about being able to really create the the example for other people to be able to see and for other people to be inspired, knowing that there are people out there who are coming together, talking about this, talking about these topics. And again, when we do these broadcasts, we do them for multiple reasons. And a big part of it is to be able to, again, not only like get the ideas out there, to be able to develop practice, to be able to develop accountability, to be able to help document our collective shift in consciousness, But also, it is about being able to really just have practice, to practice talking about the things that we don't normally get a chance to be able to talk about. This isn't, you know, not a lot of us went to school and had like metaphysics class or dream class or something like that. So a lot of these topics can sometimes kind of be beyond words. And yet here we are doing our best to be able to crystallize them into the language of words. And so I really applaud everybody for showing up. And thank you for people letting me know that I was on mute. That's never happened before, oh God. <laughs> okay, all right, let's keep passing talking, stick around. Brian, we'll pass it over to you if you would like to go next or if Erica would like to go next, either or. And Brian, did you wanna, I can see your, looks like you're talking, so pass it Yeah, over, yeah I was kind of fighting with
2: my sound okay, cool. a little bit, but I can, I can start it up a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm here to join, similar to, what was I, at? oops. Um, here to share my experiences with others. Uh, learn other experiences see what other people have gone through or are going through and and, uh, kind of pick up some tips from other people pick up some ideas hear some other awesome dreams um, share some things that I like to do uh, and just vibe with with a good community and and be able to share stories uh, that you like you say you don't always get to share with everybody it's not like you can go downtown or go around and just start talking about dreams because everyone uh will probably look at you a little wild so it's nice to have an outlet to do that and this is a great place to do that a great place to share and a great place to help others that maybe are having problems with dreams or having issues um kind of getting into their dream state so uh just yeah good stuff good good vibes and, and good people and and just kind of having fun talking
1: awesome well thank you thank you again brian for being able to join and um just checking in brian or even wolf do either of you guys have any particular like dream stories from the past month that you might want to share during this broadcast a little bit later
2: yeah yeah i can yeah i have a uh, definitely one that recently happened that was pretty cool that i can
1: i can jump into here in a little while perfect awesome um, Cool, all right, we're well, looking forward to hearing it. And um, yeah, and Zai, if you have anything to share, we would we'll definitely definitely be able to get that from you a little bit later. So with that said, we'll pass the talk and stick over. And Erica, if you're ready to do so, you can or unmute yourself, and we'll pass the talk and stick over to you, and you can practice sharing a little bit about what brings you to dream class and why you're interested in this topic. Go ahead, Erica, and welcome.
0: OK. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm brand new to this, so, um, like, Google Hangouts and everything. Um, uh, as far as, like, dreams go, I don't really remember much of my dreams lately. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't really know what to say at this point.
1: Are dreams, are dreams, like, something that you're interested in in general, though?
0: Yeah, have been for a long time.
1: Cool. So it would definitely be something that you would, like, want to be able to learn more about or even just, like, being able to learn how to remember them more?
0: Yeah. Yeah, an interpretation.
1: Cool. What are your, your, like, general thoughts on dreams? Like, do you think that they're, I mean, kind of, like, from a metaphysical perspective, what do you think they are? If you want to just, like, practice dabbling into that. Sorry, I've lost
0: the, uh, I think I've lost the connection. I
3: think we lost uh, Wolf Shield, maybe, maybe not.
1: No, did you guys am I still here? Can you guys still hear me? I can hear everybody, yeah. I can hear you Okay. Thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Just glitching the matrix there. So can you hear me, Erica? Is that okay? <laughs> Double check. Erica, can you still hear me? can you still hear me? Okay, cool. Uh yeah, I was just checking. Uh Erica, like what it, in in general, like what do you think dreams are, so to speak, like from a metaphysical point of view. Well
0: they have they have to do with the subconscious, like I like when I do remember my dreams, it's like my subconscious kind of working and out like issues that I'm having in my life. Um, uh, I I used to, um, I used to, uh, I go to this website called com Sometimes to interpret symbols. Cool. Yeah, I don't know if anyone can do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah so it's good to be able to like have like the resources where you can interpret some of the symbols from your dreams and everything like that so yeah that's cool mm-hmm. Yeah cool awesome awesome Sweet. Well, thank you again, Erica, for for joining. And and again, you know, like a big part of of having Dream Class is, is the idea that you know there's going to be people here, and and everybody's going to have like their own unique experience with dreams. And and that's like one of the things that personally I find incredibly fascinating about dreams is the idea that you know some people they just like. Naturally, have very vivid recall or, or, you know, their lucidity is like something that's like quite frequent. And then you have like other people who maybe like the recall is, is a little bit, you know, like here and there. And, and, and so it's an interesting thing just to be able to uh, understand that, like everybody's kind of got like their own unique relationship with it. But I do feel that, you know, through the idea of approaching dream practice as like a science, uh, there is this way to be able to help like open, open any of and any of us up to like the potential to delve deeper into our dreams. So yeah, it will definitely be something that we can explore a little bit more within this broadcast as well. So uh, with that said, we can pass a talking stick around uh, a little bit more and checking in with people within the live chat if you guys have any particular topics related to dreams that you would be interested in hearing us talk more about we can always do that i'll just take a moment here to just kind of like hit upon um some like quick points that we've talked about in previous dream classes but for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time uh it's always valuable to be able to like have these in mind so some of the things that are going to commonly be affecting whether or not like you're going to be able to engage with your dreams and and work towards lucidity and and just like getting like more in tune and even like working towards uh overall just like better like better like relationship with your dreams. Some of the basic things uh that we mentioned in the past is going to be like practicing having a dream journal. It is is an incredibly important thing. Even if you're not in the process where you're like actively remembering a lot from your dreams, having a dream journal is incredibly valuable because you want to be able to get into that space where you're literally just like jotting things down even if what you remember is fairly minimal because even at that point it's literally like flexing a muscle so it's like anything you have to work at it in order to be able to like develop it and then other things that I'll just like hit upon real quick would be like practicing meditation practicing meditation in general is going to help you become more relaxed and it's also going to help you just like shift into that dream space with more awareness and this is where you can start kind of getting into the idea of like waking like a wild a waking wake induced lucid dream experience where you can move like from like the waking consciousness into the dream consciousness without actually just like fully falling asleep your body will fall asleep but then you kind of like shift into that that brain wave where you maintain the consciousness as you move into the dream so being able to practice meditation on its own is incredibly valuable other quick things to take note of uh, that are going to like affect your relationship with your dreams would be cannabis use is definitely something that people need to keep uh, in mind is that for uh, you know, for many people, they will find that smoking cannabis or even just you know like whatever form you're ingesting it through will have an effect where that will inhibit your ability to remember your dreams. So be aware that cannabis will affect your dream recall. Uh, I can vouch for that. That definitely I noticed that for myself. But again, it's not just that. A lot of it is, again, like the combination of that plus like the meditation, the mindfulness practice, and and also just like getting into the habit of like practicing getting good sleep. Like, are you, are you going to sleep restfully? Are you going to sleep at like 3 a.m. after just kind of like staying up all night watching like TV or something like that? So being aware of how you're going to sleep is obviously gonna affect like how you move into sleep as well. Other quick things to be able to take note of is uh, being around a community. Being around a community is also something that's incredibly valuable. Talking about your dreams, getting into the habit of just like surrounding yourself with other people who are working towards these practices. Other things to take note of would also be energy, like sexual energy, energy cultivation. Uh, A lot of people will testify to the idea, and this this is like ancient esoteric stuff, where that by cultivating the sexual energy, particularly for males, where they're like refraining from ejaculating this energy literally like the the fluid itself is almost like a like a fuel for the astral body is a very simple way of being able to explain it so for for males and females uh, be aware of just kind of like how you're relating to to your sexual energy and how you can actually be like transmuting that and moving it into other parts of your entire vitality but in particular also in your to your dream. So those are just like some of the main basic things but let me just take a note to be able to like pass around the circle Uh, If anybody else has anything else that they would like to be able to add on to that in terms of, you know, just like basic things that we can keep in mind that are gonna be able to affect our our dream recall practices, our dream practices in general. Um, Other things would be diet. If anybody, you know, just like wants to even expand a bit upon that. And uh, I know a little bit, uh, Brian did wanna be able to talk about like herbs and things like that. So at any point throughout the broadcast, if anybody has any particular like tips and tricks that they wanna be able to mention, any tactics, any practices, uh, please feel free to do that and i'm more than happy to be able to have you share that during the broadcast so um does anybody else have any particular things that they would like to be able to share in terms of like basic things to be able to keep in mind related to dream practice brian go ahead yeah definitely definitely
2: um you touched on it a little bit diet is, is big you know not having huge meals uh you know up to three hours before you go to sleep you don't want to be bogged down and watch what you're putting in your body making sure you're you're providing yourself with nice, light, uh, beneficial uh, meals. You're not eating this huge burger or something a really heavy meal that's going to bog down that you're having to digest and process while you're sleeping. Because then you're not hitting that deep sleep and that uh, deep REM state. Um, and then, as you mentioned, there, there's lots of different herbs that help a lot. Uh, mugwort very big one that you can find even just in local creeks and stuff if you know what you're looking for or um skull cap uh very very good uh, chamomile catnip things like that or i have um i love taking this stuff it's dreams uh it's from a sin cleanse it's a dreams tea lucid dream herbal tea and it's got uh a lot of those herbs i already mentioned it mugwort it's got catnip skull cap uh, chamomile, lemon balm, oat straw, peppermint, and spearmint um, to help kind of calm the body and get it balanced and, and get you in that, you know, relaxed state. Because if your brain's thinking, if your body's doing something, if you're processing food, you're doing all that, your body's not working, your body's not falling into that and relaxed state and falling into that deep REM state where you're actually going to be able to dream. And then when you get up, uh, another thing screen time. Uh, I stop. Once I go to my bed, once I go to my room, I I turn my phone off. I turn all those types of things off because um, the light, they say, you know, light, even the light from your screen, it can activate you and make you think like, oh, you know, hey, my circadian rhythm all of a sudden, oh, it's daylight. I got light coming through. I'm not going to sleep as well because I'm, I'm getting light, uh, coming into into my sensors, into my brain. So my, my mind's tricked. My mind thinks that it's daytime or it thinks your, your cycle is different. So you're not gonna fall into that deep sleep. So like, I don't even uh, bring my, you know, I put my phone, I put it away, I, I turn it off, put the ringer off so I don't get notifications, nothing to disrupt me. Um, and when you wake up, don't jerk yourself up. Don't be popping up, you know, right away. Try and give yourself a couple minutes once you wake up to kind of like, hey, let me think about that dream. Let me process that dream. Let that dream allow itself to manifest into your your, um, your psyche, your, your physical uh, being. So you're not in that subconscious, you're in that conscious uh, realm and you're tying that together and you're bringing it down and writing it down. Um, multiple different things. I know we mentioned in the past, having just the journal, your phone, notes, a video recorder or something that you can record those because the more you do that the more you're training your brain to remember your dreams the more you're remembering because you you are now processing it and, and you're starting a routine and then you continue to do it your brain catches on your brain starts doing it and then all of a sudden you you'll find yourself i'm remembering my dreams a lot better i'm 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 getting more deep into my dreams i'm able to start controlling my dreams i know there was a comment about um What do you do about repetitive dreams that continue to happen over and over and you can't change? Uh, Well, you look for the lesson. What is this dream trying to teach me? What is this dream trying to show me? Because dreams really are your your subconscious body and your higher self trying to uh, communicate with you, trying to get messages across to you. So pay attention to the subtleties of that dream. Pay attention to what's going on. Practice a little uh, lucidity tips. Practice different things, you know, when you're awake during the day. Ask yourself, am I dreaming? Am I awake? Am I awake? Pull on your finger, keep pulling on it and pushing your hand uh, and your palm, those type of tricks, those type of different things. um, Because you'll notice when you're in the dream realm, you're going to pull your finger. All of a sudden, it's going to get super long. You're going to put your hand, your finger finger into your palm and it's going to go all the way through your palm. And then you're aware. I'm now lucid. I'm now in a dream state. Now I can go change this dream or I can search the message that it's trying to tell me i can actively look for it instead of it trying to find me i can go and look for it
1: one second just trying to make sure that they can hear me properly as i'm trying to unmute myself there we go okay now you can hear me cool awesome perfect thank you thank you brian yeah definitely definitely some good tips there and and again just like reminding people that the benefits of of not waking up like really getting into that habit of of slowly waking up is so important. And and I feel like that's again, like where a lot of people are struggling with their dream recall is actually in that first 30 seconds upon waking up. Like for most people, what's the very first thing that you do within the first 30 seconds of waking up? Majority of people is going to be like, oh, I reach over and I check my phone, right? So like, be aware of that. And that's why like, if you if you struggle with that if that's something where you're just like oh man like i'm you know i'm noticing myself doing that make it make it so that it's like a non-negotiable circumstance where you maybe put your phone on the other side of the room and and so it's like literally something that you would have to get up out of bed in order to be able to get create an environment that's going to help foster your dream practice so having like a different type of alarm, go to an old school alarm, if that's going to help for you wake up with the natural like sunlight during the day, if you have that option. But again, really getting into understanding the benefits of just being able to take things nice and slow when you wake up, even before you even journal, just take a moment to just kind of like sit there lay in bed and just kind of be in that that hypnagogic state where you're kind of like between waking state and dream state and just reflect what did you just experience practice accessing that memory practice looking back practice that retrospective meditation and retrospective meditation is something that we've talked about before that can be incredibly useful for people just to be able to practice on on its own but also to be able to work towards dreaming dream recall so like by the end of the day before you go to sleep, practice meditating and practice recalling what you did throughout your day. Literally, just like from the moment you sat down in bed, what was all of the things that you did prior to that moment and try and remember it in as much detail as you possibly can. And then when you you start getting good at that, you'll be able to apply that same concept to your dreams. And so you'll literally kind of wake up in the morning and be like, okay, what was the first thing I did? What was this thing I did? And the thing with dream memory is that it's very much like a fractal. And sometimes You'll notice this will happen where you'll kind of be like remembering something and then suddenly you'll hit like a node, you'll hit like a chunk and then it will expand into like a bigger memory. Suddenly one thing will trigger and you'll be like, oh, my God. And then the entire recall of the dream just kind of like flushes back into that experience, because that's the thing we have to remember. And and it's really important is just like your soul experiences the entirety of the dream. The dreams themselves have a present moment equally as real as this one, meaning that that data exists. Whether or not you can immediately remember that is secondary to the fact that that information is still there. So it's more so just a matter of you accessing that information and developing the skills to be able to practice learning how to be able to access it. So yeah, just really getting into that habit of like, how are you going to sleep at night? How are you waking up in the morning? Uh, That's incredibly, incredibly important. So let's keep passing and talking, stick around. And again, I want to be able to just like, you know, create space to just kind of get into like the metaphysical side of dreams. Again, I know some of this is going to be topics that we've like hit upon in other broadcasts, and, and that's okay because we always have new people tuning in. And really, just like, again, I want to be able to create a space, not just for, not just like, by no means am I an expert in this like I am a student alongside each and every one of us here so I want to be able to help create the space where I want you to be able to practice talking about what dreams are to you what do you think they are from that metaphysical soul higher dimensional perspective if you really want to practice taking a swing at that so again thank you everyone so much for showing up and for holding space here as a community I really appreciate you guys being here And uh, we do uh, have another member who recently joined the broadcast and shout out to Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa, thank you so much for joining. Vanessa, would you like to, we already went around the circle once and we just gave people an opportunity to share a little bit about what brings them to dream class and just some of their general thoughts on dreams. Would you like to do that now? And if so, just kind of like give us a thumbs up and we can pass the talking stick over to you. Would you like to just share a little bit about what brings you to dream class? And if so, you can unmute yourself and we will pass the talking stick over to you. So cool. Okay. All right, Vanessa, go ahead. Welcome to dream class. And, and you can just kind of briefly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what brings you to dream class. Why are dreams something that you're, you're interested in learning more about? So go ahead, Vanessa, when you're ready. And we'll just make sure. And sorry, one second, Vanessa. Okay, there you go. Go ahead, Vanessa. We just had to bring up the audio. Okay, you're good now. Go ahead.
4: Are
1: we good? (laughs) We're good. Go for it.
4: Well, what brings me here is you brought me here. (laughs) And well, dreams.
1: Just making sure there might be a little bit of lag. Go ahead. Vanessa, try it. Try again. There, there's a little bit of lag there. There's more that I don't even check.
4: remember what I said. Are we good? Yep, we're good. Yeah, what brings me here is you brought me here. You invited me. So I decided to come. And, well, dreams are an everyday thing. Whether you're sleeping or awake, you're dreaming at some point, even if you're staring off into the middle of nowhere you're dreaming
1: totally totally yeah and and again like there's like a much that like that in itself kind of like branches into uh, again another discussion of like something i'm fascinated in which is like imagination and and the imagination being like a part of the dream space so So, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to share in the moment right now, Vanessa? And otherwise, you're totally welcome to just chill out and anything you want to jump in at, just let us know.
4: At the moment, though, I'm pretty good.
1: Cool, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being here at Dream Class. So, cool. Okay, so... Um, just checking in uh, again, we'll, we'll make space for dream stories in the next little bit. Uh, like I said, I got a dream story. Plus, I have a dream story from a friend who I'm also going to be able to share, which is like a really, really epic one. And again, you know, part of the reason why we share the dream stories is, is literally just like to be able to help practice documenting to be able to help show that that these things are happening on a multidimensional level and, and really to help the entire purpose of this class is also to be able to help us understand a little bit more about what it means to be a multidimensional being. And I think a big part of why dreams are important and why studying them is important is because like when we understand what dreams are, very simply put, I think of them as an opportunity for our soul to learn and grow. And so rather than just thinking that the soul is only going to learn and grow, well, within like the waking state, it makes sense to think that the soul is actually learning and growing every single moment of its existence, including in the dream space, in the waking state and the dream space. And of course, without even having to get too much into it right now, but but just kind of like planting the seed for it, a big part of why dreams are important, and I've talked about this before, is the idea of understanding that this reality that we're in right now, the waking state is in itself an extension of the dream space. And when you understand how to create within dreams, you can understand how to create within this reality. You can understand that the two are very much one in the same. They follow very similar rules. And and a basic part of that is understanding that it is like through the power of our thoughts that we can actually create. And so in the same way you can do that in a lucid dream, you can also do that here within like this waking state as well. And also that very powerful idea that I feel that the dream space is actually kind of like closer to where we come from. If anything, it can almost be thought of as like the primordial state. And then the physical reality is actually something that kind of like crystallized out of the dream space. So this is why when we think of dreams, we can often relate them to like common themes related to uh, life after death, life before death. So what we think of as like the ethereal realms, the heavens, those in themselves can also be thought of as more or less the same thing as the dream space, or at least something very similar. So, uh, again, when we go to dream every night, it's almost as if we are like literally returning home, we are literally re- our soul is literally kind of returning back to those astral planes. So, let's just uh keep passing talk and talking, stick around. Uh, I wanted to be able to check in, Wolf, if there's anything else you would like to be able to add in, in terms of just like either practical tips. Um, and even if you have a, a dream story that you would like to be able to share, we can begin doing that. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep passing, talk and stick around. So Wolf, is there anything you feel that you would like to be able to share currently in the moment?
3: Um, yeah, I definitely can add in a little bit about the tips. Something I think that gets looked over often and just even in a general practice of like life is being aware of the media that we are putting into our minds and that we are having, I don't know, for lack of a better word, the media that we have around us and like how we are interacting with it. And I definitely think that what we spend our time watching or listening to or talking about or ideas, the things that we discuss, the things that are constantly surrounding us, um, they affect us they affect our psyche. They affect uh, our physical reality, the present reality that we're in. But they, I think they also really affect the dream space. I find myself that when I watch a movie or see a TV show that uh, I find something really bothers me, something that I just I don't really want to witness or or <clears throat> have within within my experience. That it will really affect my dreams, and I will really have. Um a lot of darkness come up surrounding that kind of stuff. So I think that being present and aware of the media that we're watching, the pictures that we're looking at, the stuff that we're interacting with uh, can be very valuable in, um, in dream, just in the whole aspect of dreams. I don't know if it necessarily will affect your dream recall. I can't say that it won't or that it will, but um, I definitely think that it does have an effect on our dreams. And I think that's something that, kind of gets looked over, kind of gets brushed aside. Um, we play music with things that we don't necessarily vibe with or we watch movies or TV shows about things that we don't necessarily really care to, to witness and we kind of just have it on in the background and we don't really realize how much it, it stays with us, how much it really seeps into every cell of our bodies. So I would say that that would be something that um, – Uh, I would say affects dreams. And another thing that I think uh, probably because I love yoga so much, always going back to movement with body, that moving your body in any kind of way, even if it's just a gentle, you know, swaying side to side or moving your arms around before you go to bed or before you get yourself ready for bed. I really think that that can kind of open up your channels, get things moving a little bit internally, get things cleared out so that when you do go to sleep and you are preparing your body for sleep, you have taken some more necessary steps that will help you to be more open, be more clear, be more aligned and ready to enter that kind of space or that kind of reality.
1: Definitely, definitely. I think those are some great points there, Wolf, and I definitely agree. And I think it kind of goes both ways. So, I so I think it's important for us to be, again, you know, aware of what our media diet is in, in a general sense, because that will affect us on many levels. And yeah, including our dreams. And and I definitely we've I'm sure we've all experienced this, where you know we go and watch a scary movie, and then we end up having some sort of scary dream or some sort of scary nightmare. So I mean, we've experienced this, but at the same time, I actually enjoy the other side of that where we can also intentionally watch things that are going to be like inspirational or fuel for the imagination that are going to actually help enrich our dreams they're actually going to be uh, almost like expanding our palette for for what our dream tapestry can be can be weaved from can be can be like made from so this is where I really enjoy, you know, watching like fantasies and and watching, you know, like animes and things like that or watching like really cool, like psychedelic visual journeys and stuff and things that kind of really resonate with the soul. And, And it's really interesting because even when we look at movies. Uh, movies in themselves are very much more more or less like a digital version of dreams when, when you think about it you know like when you dream at night it's like oh you go to sleep and let's just say as an example you're like the superhero of your dream or you're like the protagonist you're a main character and you go on some sort of epic quest and there's like some sort of journey that you have to go on and there's like you know someone that you have to find and 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 like a elder that you have to be able to receive knowledge from and like some sort of powerful sword that you're given to be able to like fight the dragon or something like that right and then we look at movies and it's really interesting because like with movies it's literally this experience where we kind of sit ourselves in in one place for you know 90 minutes a couple hours at a time and we literally get to experience this journey um that isn't necessarily uh it, 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 from a, from a standpoint, it's not ours, but it becomes ours because we are partaking in the journey of it because we are witnessing it because we put ourselves empathetically into the story. So again, it's really interesting where, you know, you think of the last movie you watch, you think about, you know, like Avengers end game or something like that. Don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it, but you know, why do people watch that? And why do they get like so emotionally invested in it? And it's actually because like that that in itself is like it becomes the reality for that period of time. It's not like they just watch the movie; they actually become the movie. They become the story. They become the reality. So I think it's just kind of interesting, and and in, again, kind of in the same way. Just going back to your point of let's all intentionally be aware of what we are feeding ourselves media wise, and and go out of your way to be able to like. You know, sometimes watching a movie with the intention of being like, I'm going to watch this knowing that this is actually going to inspire my imagination. You know, this is going to help me see the magic of the everyday world. And it's interesting because I'm sure like if you think about as children... Our dreams were probably like much more rich and it's probably hard for some of us to be able to remember. Some of us are fortunate enough to be able to have, you know, like young ones who we can talk to and ask them about their dreams if they're kind of at that age. But again, you know, at that age, like their imagination is naturally rich and, and it's kind of over time that that our imagination can become kind of like gray and dull. It kind of loses its fruitfulness. And so we have to actively feed it we have to actively feed the life and the color and the vibrancy back into our dreams not only just by watching things but also by reading things by reading graphic novels by you know being around other people and community and and of course also by engaging in actual experiences right by like going out in nature by watching sunsets by going to festivals and things like that and and yeah uh wolf i'll pass it back to you because i mean like again you know having we talked a bit about it on the last broadcast, but like obviously you were at the Lucidity Festival, uh, it, like a couple like back in April and things like that. Did you find that even like being at Lucidity, obviously the entire theme of that festival is like awakening within the dream. Did you find that just from being there, it, it, it in itself kind of like weaved itself into like your dream experiences, either at the festival or beyond the festival? Just curious.
3: I would definitely say after I got back from the festival, I was much more present and aware within my dream space than, um, beforehand. And then in general, it was kind of like an easier time for me to, it was easier for me to kind of tap into that flow of when I would wake up and just be be more aware of my dream and having dream recall, remembering my dreams. And I don't know if it's, um, from all of the amazing meditations, all of the beautiful group ceremonies that they build there to kind of, cultivate that energy to, that you can take home with you so that when you do leave, you have that imprint within you so that it carries you and it, and it supports you through that. Um, I don't know what kind of magic it, it was, but I definitely did experience a lot more presence within being, um, being aware of what I was experiencing, my dream state. And um, some of my dreams, when I got back, I was actually feeling them physically. When I would try and wake up, I have a lot of like really bad dreams or like nightmares or whatever you want to call them. Um, I have a lot of like really dark dreams. And so oftentimes when I'm trying to wake up from them, I feel it in my body. And when I got back from lucidity, I had a much more of like a higher sense of when I was feeling that physical constriction in my dream space, I could actually feel it in my physical body, even though I was asleep. And then I would wake up and my, my muscles that would have the soreness. You could, you could sense that I was tense in my dream. And so I would definitely say that it it heightened my awareness and allowed me to kind of have more of a flow with ease, with remembering and just being like aware of the dream space when I'm here um, on planet Earth.
1: (laughs) Totally. Yeah, I've definitely found from my own experience, like being at like festivals, uh, definitely affects like my dreams at the festivals or, or even just being out in nature, being out camping, being away from, you know, like um, uh what's a uh, dirty electricity, you know, like EMFs and everything like that, like that can definitely affect uh, our dream recall as well. And Again, you know, like one thing that I would just uh, recommend for for in terms of like tips and stuff like that. And and then from here, let's get into storytelling, story sharing. And uh, thank you again for everybody who's in the live chat. Uh, If you do have any particular questions, put like four question marks at the beginning and end of your question in the live chat that way so we can easily see it. And we'll try to get to some of those as we keep going through the broadcast. But I really appreciate you guys engaging in the in the live chat as well. But one of the things I was going to say is that, you know, in terms of uh, dream practice, one of the things I really recommend is really just like taking moments, not even just before you go to sleep, but even just like during the middle of the day when you're actually wide awake and just lying down, closing your eyes and actively flexing your imagination. And, and what I mean by this is like, literally opposed to just like daydreaming opposed to just like being like okay i'm just gonna close my eyes and whatever happens happens you close your eyes and you intentionally create scenarios you intentionally create scenes you create circumstances so you could like imagine yourself you know like walking into a water during sunset and you can like feel the water like moving up on your legs or you can like imagine yourself like Connecting intimately with someone you care about, or you can imagine yourself like fighting a bunch of like droids as a as a Jedi or something like that, or you can imagine yourself like a ninja jumping from rooftop to rooftop, or you can imagine yourself as like Spider Man, or you can imagine yourself as like a bird, right? All of these, all of these are just like examples, but getting into that place where you're practicing flexing your imagination uh, is is incredibly useful for for many different purposes beyond just dreams, but. Definitely like when you're in that place where you're like beginning to fall asleep, try and do that. Try and bring that intention as you're falling asleep to almost like create a scenario where maybe you're imagining yourself like arriving at a temple and you actually like begin that as a meditation. And then that kind of like segues into the dreams. Again, we've talked about this before, but, you know, dreams in themselves, they, they need they can be, not always need, but I think as a culture, we need to change the way we look at dreams. But I think dreams have the opportunity for us to be able to acknowledge the fact that they in themselves are like psychedelic experiences. And so in the same way you would approach a psychedelic experiences, such as if you're working with mushrooms or San Pedro or ayahuasca or LSD or anything like that, approaching it with intention and appro- approaching it with reverence and approaching it as something sacred is going to change what you get out of that experience. So in the same way with dreams, if we're just like literally not giving dreams that sort of recognition, then the dreams won't necessarily give us uh, that extra like aha, whoa moments sort of thing. So the dreams, you know, the relationship that we have with dreams, as I've, I've talked about this before, but it seems that dreams will give us what we are ready to receive, you know, and that's why literally just by you listening to this broadcast, by you being a part of this discussion is actually sending out a signal to say like, hey, I'm choosing to be here because I'm interested in dreams. And by me just kind of like being here, I want this to be able to plant a seed that you're going to be able to like chew on. And allow yourself to just kind of put out that signal to say, like, dear universe, I'm interested in learning more about dreams. I'm interested in being able to receive dreams. And so from that higher dimensional level, I love the idea that, you know, dreams are almost curated to us from our higher dimensional selves. And so rather than them just being purely random... It's actually something where like, you know, we're here on this 3D plane and then we have our 5D consciousness and we're creating this bridge between the true and the dream space is a part of that process that allows us to develop that relationship between ourself and our higher dimensional self, our parallel reality self, our soul. And when we are in that space of approaching our dreams with intention and consciousness, the dream curator, whatever whatever that is, because like this is where it's like kind of like hard to try to to try and even put it into words because it's it's not really in a place where we can fully understand it, but at the very least, we can try and take some best guesses at it is that like, again, when you set that intention, the the, the dreams themselves will begin to arrive for you. But even still, even though they're arriving for you, you have to be ready to receive them. Like sometimes it's almost as if, <laughs> this is almost like a, this is kind of a funny visual. I imagine sometimes with dreams, it's like we're like some like little kid with like a baseball glove who's like trying to play like catch for like the very first time. And then our higher dimensional self, the dream curator, God, call it what you will, is like a grown up who's like trying to teach us how to play catch and is like taking a ball and like throwing a ball at us. And you know how that happens sometimes when you like throw a ball at a kid and they have they, they really don't know what they're doing. They're just kind of standing there with their glove. And sometimes it will just like hit the glove, bounce off, and fall onto the ground. And they're just like, oh, okay. But then, like, the adult's like, good, good try, good try. Let's do it again. I'm going to pass you another one. Let's see if you can catch it this time. So, like, for us, we have to understand that, yeah, we are that kid... But we're also learning. And can we get to the point where the universe is going to like be like holding a dream as like a baseball and be like, here comes a fast one for you. Get ready for it. Boom. It's coming your way. And you're just like, Doo, and you grab it and you're just like, I got it. I got the message. And that message is your recall. That message is you being able to bring forth that experience. And again, the reason for these experiences coming forward may be more than just us. They may be for more than just entertainment. They're going to help us see more of ourselves. They're going to be able to help us connect with deeper parts of our being, deeper parts of our soul, but they can also be valuable messages. They can also be pieces of inspiration that might inspire you to create art or create music or to change or to create like a choice within your life. You know, like a dream might kind of like show you and somebody was asking in the chat here, you know, can dreams do dreams uh, prepare us for the future? Very simply put, I'll just take a quick uh, jab at this, but within my understanding of dreams, uh, it does go parallel to this idea. And, and anybody else, I want to be able to just pass the talk and ground. I want you guys to be able to practice explaining any of this too. But very simply put, you know, where we are right now, is just like one moment in a non-linear experience for the soul. And so the future already exists in a quantum state, in a multiple parallel reality state. And the dreams, they themselves are using... Oh, can you guys guys hear me right now? Yeah, give me a thumbs up if you guys can hear me. I think Wolf was just confirming. Okay, you guys can hear me? Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. I'm not sure if they can hear me or not. But I'm going to keep talking because I know people in the broadcast can hear me. If you guys can hear me, give me a thumbs up in the broadcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep talking, but apparently they lost me in the Google Hangouts, but we'll get that sorted out. So, um, as I'm talking here, they'll be able to tell me if they can hear me, and I'll... Don't worry. Okay. So, anyways. Do dreams prepare us for the future? Yes. Because dreams are information that exists beyond the present moment and that is why like you can actually receive premonitions from your dreams you can receive past life experiences from your dreams you can experience like multiple options multiple parallel realities through your dreams um panda let them know that i can still hear them in the in the hang-up but for some reason you guys can't hear me i don't know why oh wait let me let me check here okay one second okay there can you guys hear me now give me a thumbs up if you guys can hear me now now you can Uh, I don't think they can still hear me that's all right okay I might have to like join and rejoin the hangout in a second I apologize guys this isn't my fault it's the Google Hangouts doing its thing so let's see if I can do this real quick but they are going to... Okay, anyways, I know the broadcast can still hear me, so I'm just going to keep going as I'm trying to multitask here, but can dreams prepare us for the future? Can dreams show us the future? Yes, dreams can show us the future in the sense that the information that we receive within dreams is us accessing the multidimensional space where we perceive time from a non-linear experience. And so thinking it as like, kind of just data we have the opportunity to be able to receive information uh from the future from the from beyond this present moment sorry guys i know i'm not doing the best job of explaining this as i'm <laughs> my attention two spots at once right now <laughs> okay i'm just refreshing the hangout um let's see if this is gonna work and then i'm gonna pass the talking stick and i want to be able to give a couple people another opportunity to be able to answer some questions but what do you guys think in the dreams can dreams prepare us for the future uh go ahead leave your comments as well and let's see here if this is gonna work all right this should work cool sorry about that (laughs) i've explained that better before that was that was like not super well said but again it was a it was a valiant effort okay there can you guys hear me now yes you can Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could hear you guys there, but you couldn't hear me. So I just had to rejoin. So it's all good now, but it's okay. Okay. So, um, answering some of the questions in the chat, if you guys want to add into anything that I said, but we'll segue it into sharing some dream stories in the next little bit. Um, please feel free to jump in. Does anybody have anything that they want to jump in in terms of like what I was talking about? Um, with kind of like dreams being like did you hear my metaphor of like the guy trying to like throw a baseball to their kid and us trying to catch it and that's us did you hear that (laughs) that was the last part oh man (laughs) okay yes 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 i heard you guys there okay other
2: things i wanted to add on you brought in well, a lot of good stuff though. well brian
1: go go ahead, go man I, I need i need to take a moment to breathe anyways so go ahead brian okay. and, and if there was another question you saw in the chat that you might want to like answer as well please feel free and then we'll we'll segue into the stories in a minute so go ahead brian
2: uh so it's interesting kind of well with the kid thing is you gotta remember to embrace your inner child stay young stay and, and so you're you're <laughs> tips on imagination and practicing imagination, and expanding um, your imagination. Doing that as much as you can. Uh, writing stories or drawing or anything that will help foster that. Uh, go outside and play. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go out and just frolic in in some trees and just enjoy and be youthful again. Because that inner child is is always wanting to come out. So we have to foster it. We have to bring it into us um, or bring also into our conscious world. And you mentioned like uh, sacred plants, uh, you know, your ayahuasca, your um, San Pedro, your mushrooms, those type of things, utilizing those as tools to bridge that gap, because that connects you direct. That's a direct link into that dream world, into that subconscious state. So you can utilize that as tools to advance you or, Bring you into a conscious reality where you're able to live in those dual worlds and be both in the subconscious but in the conscious and and get a little bit more understanding of what you got going on. Um, And then just a couple little tips uh, things like crystals, having crystals by your bed. Uh, I got an organite at the the head of my bed to help like block any AMFs and absorb different energies. I got like shungite under my pillow. Those are all types of things that help cleanse that energy and keep you you clear um and the big one that i was thinking is is don't beat yourself up when you can't remember your dreams a lot of people like get so frustrated and then they they create more blocks within them they create more blocks between them and and that dream state because they're they're becoming frustrated and instead of being positive and releasing you're building up tension and then when you have tension, you're not relaxed. You're not getting into that deep state. You're not getting into that meditative state. Um, so you, you really got to be fun with yourself. You really got to start kind of enjoying all the little aspects of life. And the happier you become, the more uh, playful you become, the more these are going to start opening up for you. And this world is going to um, make itself available to you. Because if you notice, when you talk to kids, and any of you either have kids or get to interact with kids, they always have the most awesome dreams, you know, and they're like then their imagination is is just off the chain. It's like even in when they're awake that they're talking about things that you know, as an adult or, or as a grown-up, a lot of people just write off or don't appreciate. But maybe you, you join into that game with him, and maybe you join into that world with him and, and help create that world. And maybe that's what you need to to bridge that gap. Um, so there's lots of different things that we can do. Um I know there was, I think it came up a couple of times and I got to look back on the, um, the questions. Uh, I think it was Rochelle. Do dreams prepare us for the future? Uh, they can definitely prepare us for the future. Um, they can give us signs. As I was saying earlier, it's it's our subconscious. It's our higher self, our higher consciousness talking to us. So It's providing us messages. It's providing us tips. It's providing us ways to to connect, or maybe it's just something we've been searching for and our dream is the way we get to find that out so studying the dreams remembering the dreams writing your dreams down looking for patterns in your dreams those are all very very amazing things that you start connecting and you start realizing and you start seeing hey there's, there's a common theme here and then once you find that common theme you become more prepared, and you you can utilize that to advance and, and level up, so to, so to speak.
1: Awesome, thank you, thank you, Brian. Oh, I got my, there. We go. Awesome, thank you, Brian. And and yeah, and the uh, yeah, I I love the idea again about the idea of like dreams being able to prepare us for the future. One of the ways that we can kind of think about dreams is that it it literally can be like that. It can be like a safe space for us to be able to experience things uh, that may be like in the future for us. You know, that's where like sometimes if we're like have a test coming up, we'll almost have like a dream about doing the test or something. Or maybe if we're going to like have like a conversation with our friend or something really, really important, we might have that experience within our dream first. So again, it's really cool because you can think of dreams Almost as being again, I've said this before, but like this advanced spiritual technology, it works kind of like a holodeck where we have the opportunity to safely be able to explore and experience certain things without the like the full ramifications of it, you know, but still being able to receive the the wisdom and the insight and the experience. So like that's that's the part that I feel dreams in themselves are, are incredibly valuable is that they are literally helping us grow as students. They're literally helping us evolve. And so that's why, again, for everybody listening to this, for us to be able to really help you know step into our power, to step into our potential, it's it, it's valuable. I, I don't think I, I can say that it's like 100% essential, but it definitely makes a difference for us to develop that relationship with our dreams to be able to intentionally show up to learn from them, to integrate them into our day-to-day lives and to be able to just continue to like show up as like cosmic citizens and to step into like our birthright, our literal birthright as multidimensional beings to be able to experience more of what this reality has to offer as well. So like you go through your day, you're learning things, you're interacting with people and then you go to sleep at night, can you still be learning things? And not to say it literally has to be every night, it's going to be different for different people. But there's definitely opportunities for us to be able to learn more and to integrate more and for us to see parts of ourselves and I've said this in in a, in a simple way before, but I think with dreams it's very powerful because dreams have this opportunity to show us both the hero and the villain with inside of us, and and that in itself can be a very transformative thing. You know, say for example, someone who is maybe a little bit shy, maybe you know a little bit unsure about themselves, they're lacking the full self confidence. Maybe they have some dream where they do something like super badass, or they do something super courageous, and then they wake up and they're like super inspired. And they're just like, oh my god, that was amazing. That that felt so validating, that self so, felt so cool. That's actually inspiring me to take the steps forward within my waking life. And then in the same way, you may have a dream where you may do something in your dream that you're not fully happy about that may be like a little unsettling, you know. You might like say something to someone, or you might hurt someone, or you might do something that in itself, you'll wake up from that and it will give you the opportunity to reflect. And you'll be like, ooh, like, is is that a part of me? And more so than anything, do I want that to be something that I continue to, like, make a part of me, you know? Like, maybe it will help you become more aware where it might kind of, like, show you a different perspective on, on how you treated a friend. And maybe you'll, like, get more empathetic understanding of how what you did might have hurt someone or something like that, right? So it allows you to kind of see... But not just from the point of being like, look at yourself and shame, 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 but more so holding it up in front of you and being like, you have a choice. You have a choice. Will you be the hero or will you be the villain? And the fact is, is that again, you know, like the shadow and the light is like a part of us all, but it comes down to the choice of like how we relate to them. So understanding that the dreams in themselves, they can show us that they, they, we can use the dream space to literally help resolve trauma To literally like help like heal our heart and to also again to be able to inspire us to really be able to inspire us into our potential and that's where I love the idea that in the future dreams can evolve dreams can evolve with us and maybe as we move more into the future our relationship with dreams will actually continue to shift. In the sense that we think of human evolution as having reached its pinnacle or something like that, you know, people, they're just like, oh, well, the human body isn't evolving anymore. But what if the next stage of evolution is actually more kind of like that proto-human space of getting in touch with our subtle energies of our chakras, of our etheric bodies, our astral bodies, getting more in touch with our dreams, what if the next step in human evolution would actually be to become more engaged with our dream practices on a regular basis so that we actually become more capable of showing up for more of that like galactic civilization that can be a part of our dreams. And this is something that I mean, for me at this point, it kind of goes without saying, but I'll just reiterate it anyways, because there's always going to be seeds that are beginning to be planted for the first time for people. Again, I think of dreams as being almost like an Internet in the same way that you know when you go into your dream space it's not it's not a local file it's not like just like a you know like a old like Nintendo 64 where you turn it on and the only people who are playing are like the person with the control and your controller sitting next to you or in your room instead It's much more like a computer hooked up to the Internet where you you turn it on and you log on to a network, meaning that other people can connect to this network and meaning that the dream space is actually already something that other intelligent entities are connected into. And this is where we get into this idea that, like, you know, higher dimensional beings or beings from other planets or aliens or call them what you will they actually have the ability to interact and interface with us within our dream space. And this is where I feel that from that perspective alone, if you were trying to just like encourage people to get more in tune with their dreams, what if you were to literally just be like, oh, if you really practice dreaming for like a month, then you'll like meet people, entities, like intelligences off this world. You know, like here we are trying to build spaceships and like fly ourselves to Mars and beyond and things like that. That's outer space, but what about inner space? What can we explore on the inner space realms? What if literally every night we went to sleep, we had this opportunity to be able to like communicate with like, you know, councils of light, these etheric being beings, you know, beings from other planets and things like that. And this isn't just theory. Like there are people who are experiencing this, but at the same time, like using discernment and you hear about people who are having like, contact-y experiences within their dreams. So again, it's going to be something that's going to be very personal to everyone, but I do feel that the potential is there. In the future, and not even just in the future, in, in like this moment right now, but in the future, I foresee dreams as being... Uh, You know, in a society that has intentionally been working on them, or at least within individual communities, they will be a place where people will be able to actively flex their imagination, practice creating with intention, practice communicating with each other in these like higher dimensional realms, practice communicating with other entities non terrestrial to this planet practice being able to get foresight practice being able to go through time like it's crazy to think about the potential that dreams actually have and again this is like something that's already a part of who we are but we've forgotten we've forgotten how to use it and we're in a culture that is not encouraging it and that's why a broadcast like this is so radical is so important is so transformative just to be able to start planting those seeds to be like holy shift dreams are something incredibly cool incredibly important incredibly badass I want to be able to experience more of that too I'm going to take like the, I'm going to make the choice to start showing up I'm going to be more present in my waking life I'm going to be more present in my routines in my habits in my you know uses of cannabis or anything like that in my intentions and once you kind of start sending out that signal then the universe will be like sweet this person, someone we can throw the ball to. This person, someone who's ready to catch. This person, someone who may be able to serve as a messenger. And so, again, dreams are going to be a very personal experience uh, for a lot of different people. And um, yeah, a- again, you know, just like even just reading in the comments, you know, some people are talking about like DMT. Brian's talking about DMT in the comments. Uh, again, you know, for those of you who are familiar with DMT, don't forget that like DMT is naturally released in the body while dreaming. And DMT is like literally, again, kind of a natural psychedelic that opens us up into these higher dimensional states of consciousness. We're doing that every single night, but we just aren't fully aware of it. So by practicing bringing more conscious presence into our waking state, that is where it starts. And then it moves in over into our dream space. So again, there's always a lot more to talk about. I'll just kind of open up the talking stick, uh, the circle for anybody else to be able to jump in. And then we're going to get into some storytelling And, uh, yeah, and then we'll go from there and then we'll, uh, move into any other, many more questions and then we'll finish off with, uh, the dream tree shared group meditation and then we'll wrap it up there. And this broadcast will be a little bit under two hours or just around two hours at that point. So, um, Brian, Erica, Vanessa, Wolf, anybody else want to jump in, uh, related to just like general thoughts on dreams, why dreams are important, what the future might look like for dreams. Again, go ahead. Theorize. I, I love all of these, uh, these topics just fascinate me. So if anybody wants to jump in, Wolf, did you want to jump in?
3: I have something I would love to say. Please um, do, go about, ahead. Um, what I kind of look at dreams as, I kind of look at dreams as like a, a playground or a play place where it's like we get to go and explore more of ourselves, explore more of the different multidimensional realities that surround us and the ones that we are experiencing right here on earth. And so it's, I kind of like the idea of looking at it just like we are working with in the paradigm shift central, um, the whole idea of gamifying our lives, gamifying the dreams. Our dream is almost like a game where we can just have fun and play and, and be silly and let go of all the limitations that we hold on to here in the physical world. We can kind of let go of those things and express ourselves in a way where we are expressing in the dream space and healing ourselves in the physical space by creating that self-expression through dream when we may not necessarily feel comfortable or feel confident in exploring those things or expressing those things in, in this time. We can we can do that in the dream space and really bring about healing in our in our physical space. And so that was just something that came through when you were talking about um, dreams healing and, and bringing about healing. I thought that was something that was interesting. And so I just wanted to throw that in.
1: Awesome beautiful beautiful yeah i love i love the idea of again just bringing in the element of playfulness in into our dreams i think like that in itself can be a huge motivator for people to be able to get more interested in dreams you know the idea of like thinking of kind of going back to like the peter pan story peter pan was all about the dream space and, and you think about that it's like oh you can fly like you can fly you can fly and so kind of like bringing in that excitement and be like hmm okay like i want to experience that i want i want to know what it's like to be able to fly well you can in your dreams and you can do a lot more stuff you can you can go like you can go hang out with like space dolphins in in your dreams as well so shout out to shout out to all the space dolphins let's get a little space space dolphin laugh going on (laughs) i butchered it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyways okay um uh if anybody else wanted to jump in there's a couple things i want to share but i just want to let uh brian go ahead jump right in i think uh one second brian i think uh i just gotta bring you up okay you're good go now, go. You up. Okay,
2: you're good. Go now. in one of our other uh, podcasts but since it came up uh yes. the dmt uh, the reality is is DMT does not have to be external because DMT is created within. DMT is created within your uh, pineal gland and through conscious breathing, you can harvest DMT. So if you are practicing, so that's another tip, you know, maybe before your bed, you before bed, you do a little meditation, small meditation, do some conscious breathing and, you know, breathe in for 10 seconds, out for 10 seconds and really focus your intention on your breath. And you're harvesting that DMT and you're harvesting that for yourself before you go to sleep, before you fall asleep. And that's a great tool right there. So I just wanted to add on that because you guys are touching on it.
1: Yeah. And, and one thing, um, from my understanding, and this is kind of like recent knowledge is the idea that like DMT is actually produced in the body through the lungs. Like it's actually like within the, what you are just saying, it's in the breathing that activates the DMT. So uh, for those of you who are just like, how do I, you know, if, if you're just, it's like, I, you know, you're, you're, just, you're just sitting there and you're just like, you're like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to like open my third eye. You're just sitting there, you're just like flexing your third eye. You're like, huh? huh. Like, that's a, like, how do you use that muscle, right? Like, that may be kind of hard for people to comprehend. But if you understand that it's actually your breath, it's your lungs that are also like triggering the release of DMT, then it actually becomes more tangible. So if you're like sitting there, mindful breaths big exhales big inhales and everything like that like yeah that that even even if you don't know for sure it's one of those things where it's like make it an experiment try that see what happens if you spend 10 minutes meditating before going to bed with like mindful breathing even if it's not during your sleep right at the end of the day, maybe it's like before a nap and and you can just kind of like play around with that. So Brian, have you heard that before? The idea that like DMT is released, like during the, like through the lungs, through breathing.
2: Oh, definitely. That's, that's, uh, as I said, that's how you harvest it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's created and it's, it's naturally from in your pineal gland, but you harvest it and you, you strengthen it through through your lungs and oxygen, oxygenating your body. And that's what you're doing with conscious breath is you're oxygenating in Oxygenating your body, and, and awakening all your cells and awakening all your different things. Uh, it's also funny too that you you brought up like third eye. I know third eye ties into dreams, but like when you said flexing your third eye, there's definitely exercises you can. I mean, one of the things I love doing is I close my eyes and then you know envision through my third eye, and I like to just blink it. Like oh, I'm gonna just blink my you know close my eyes and just let it kind of blink. Those type of things, practicing all those things. Uh, And just believing Uh, sometimes that's a people's biggest roadblock is they don't believe they can dream or they don't believe in the metaphysical. They don't believe in higher consciousness and they've shut themselves off before they've even started.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a great point. Just the idea that our beliefs govern our reality. So if, if people have this belief that, Oh, dreams are, are, are just, are just, not to say they aren't this, but are just, you know, like my mind doing a subconscious dump at the end of the day or dreams are just local to my body or this this physical reality is all there is and things like that. And dreams aren't important and stuff. If those beliefs are your beliefs, that will limit you from being able to like experience more of like what is potentially out there. Now, at the same time, it won't 100% stop something from coming through to you because sometimes what happens is that the universe has a tendency to deliver uh, very transformational messages to those who are the most stubborn. So even for someone who might just be like, yeah, well, I don't believe in any of that magic woo-woo hippie stuff. And then the universe will just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Is that is that what, boom, here's a UFO. Whoa, oh, my God. Or, or like, oh, my God, like, met, met like in a crazy psychedelic alien dressed up as Terrence McKenna in my dream last night or something like that. Or, you know, like sometimes that, that can happen. And, and that's kind of where, like, I feel that, again, you know, dreams – are literally a way for like God, and I use that term in a very ubiquitous sense, to send us very direct messages. It's like literally like a a, like an instant message from God and, and if we just have to like check it then we can open it. But sometimes there's like probably messages that are just going right into that gosh darn filtered inbox messages that nobody checks on Facebook and stuff like that. Like we got one of those in our brain and God's probably sending us messages there, but nobody's checking those filtered inboxes. So make sure you make sure you kind of like add God as your friend and, and they can send you messages. And again, I use God as like a term that's just basically saying like the higher conscious self that's, that's everything and, and all that. But again, you know, I think I, I, sometimes, like when I do these broadcasts, um, I, I just I don't always kind of like hit upon some of like the, these very simple yet powerful ideas because at this point it's kind of becoming more common knowledge, which I think is great. But again, from my from my perspective, this is my perspective, but something that I, that I feel makes sense. Uh, and and I invite you to just kind of you know if it makes sense, go with it. If not, you know that's cool too. But again, it's it's this very basic idea that. Where we are right now is not the be all end all is not where we are from. Like we are, you know, when we say we are spiritual beings like that, that, that doesn't mean that this, like this world is spiritual too. But when we say that, it's like understanding that again, basically, yeah, every night when we go to dream, that's like us going back to where we are from. We are originally from the dream space. We are from Neverland. That is our home or at least one fractal of like a bigger home, so to speak. And then this physical reality came out of that. It came, it was like birthed out of the dream space. And this is why when you talk about those ideas that, you know, before anything can manifest here into this physical it actually begins as a thought it begins as like an etheric vibration it begins just as a concept it begins as a logos and so it is through like it when you think about it our thoughts the realm of the imagination like where is that you know if you're thinking right now if you're imagining things where is that right like it's not physically somewhere it's parallel it's like on the inner space yet that space is still real. That space is still a place that that can be visited and returned to, which is like, again, almost hard for us to be able to kind of like wrap our head around. But a lot of times it's through the direct experiences of dreams that really just start waking us up to the idea that, Oh my goodness, we are more than these physical bodies. Oh my goodness. We are actually multidimensional soul. Oh my goodness. Like this reality is not as cut as dry as it appears to be. And we have much more powerful we are much more we are we have much more power to be able to create within this reality by becoming lucid within this dream so again by bringing presence by bringing gratitude by bringing excitement by bringing magic by bringing just like community into more of your reality these things fuel these things fuel your relationship with with the magic that allows itself to permeate through every matter every moment of existence including your dream space so Yeah. Stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. Like when we go to dream at night, it is like us being able to connect into like the collective conscious Akashic records. And sometimes we've used the term subconscious. I I I think subconscious is a valid term, but I think there's another term that we need to be using more. And that's the term ultra conscious. So there's like our subconscious and our ultra conscious. Some would actually say that it's actually like one in the same type thing. Like the subconscious is kind of like the part of you that kind of does things without thinking. But that in itself is kind of like this higher self that's kind of automating things without you having to be presently aware of it. But then there's like the, the again, kind of like the oversoul part of yourself that is always aware of you that is constantly like sending through information and that information shows up through our dreams again, you know, like I feel that each of us is here for, for a great purpose, for great potential. And this universe is here supporting us and it is doing its best to be able to send us messages through our dream space. But we have the free will to ignore them. We have the free will to be lazy. We have the free will to step off our path. We have the free will to develop habits that aren't fully going to serve us in the same way that we have the free will to do the opposite of all that and to be like i'm making a choice i'm going to show up with intention i'm doing practice like that is that is what i feel like our journey is about and again it's not even just it's not even just like for the fascination of dreams it's actually to literally be able to help like create a new world it's to be able to help lead by example by us working on our dreams Maybe it's going to help them be more accessible for the next generation or just for people in general through the, you know, the collective hive mind through the, you know, hundred monkey effect. So let's get into a story sharing opportunity. I'm going to read a story here that's going to help inspire you. Uh, This is from my good friend, uh, Paper Druid, a.k.a. Lacey. And she's she's had some dreams that I've shared before on the broadcast in the past and uh, she is one of the people who I am fortunate enough to know that has very vivid dreams, uh, in, in like relative consistency, not like every single night, but every, every now and then she'll just have like a really, really potent dream and her recall for them is quite exceptional. And her dreams, I share them as an example to be able to show you like, what is possible, you know, and what would, what would society look like if everyone was kind of like able to recall or dream. At this level. So again, she is she is not special in in any sense of the word, in the fact that we are all special. But let this just serve as an example and a bit of a story to be able to inspire each of us. So this is a dream from Lacey, and I'm gonna just take a sip of water here and I'll read it for you. So this is a lucid dream experience. She titled it Stepping Into My Power. This is, like, a few paragraphs long, so get comfortable. Jumping across floating mossy rocks towards a doorway suspended in the air. The doorway is illuminated, glowing all different colors. I make my way through the door to where I have entered another dimension. So even even just there, it's just like, okay. She's, there's, like, doors and multicolored doors, and she went through a door and entered into another dimension. Colors are different here. Everything's black with a faint glow. I try to reach the end of a complicated life-size puzzle, like a labyrinth platform. And as I'm saying this, I'll try not to stop and start like this. But as I'm saying this, go ahead and try imagine. As I'm reading this, if you want to close your eyes, try imagining this. So I'm just, I'm just going to restart, actually. As I'm reading this, allow your imagination to just listen and to imagine what I'm saying. Consider this a practice. Jumping across floating mossy rocks... Towards a doorway suspended in the air. The door is illuminated, glowing all different colors. I make my way through the door to where I have entered another dimension. Colors are different here, everything's black with a faint glow. I try to reach the end of a complicated life size puzzle like a labyrinth platform. Climbing and jumping my way through this dark dimension, I make it to the end where I fall through a ceiling almost like I am non-corporeal. I materialize as soon as I'm in a red circular oval-shaped room that appears to be rotating in the middle. There is a party happening. A large crowd fills the room. I see someone I recognize so I run towards them. They wear a mask, but I know it's them. I call their name and they remove the mask. They don't recognize me in this dimension. I laugh and just really feel the weight and intensity of traveling here. I continue down an alley way before I have continues. Um, I continue down an alley. I, okay. I continue down an alley way. Before, I have continuous false awakenings that are jarring as I move through multiple parallel realities. It's like I can't find my way back to my body. I find myself running from the false awakenings begging to wake up. Yelling, fuck, I'm still asleep, I'm stuck. While shifting through these places, there is a dark energy I can't place. Then I have a moment of clarity as I realize I, be- I can become lucid and can control the dream rather than run from it. I become fully lucid in- after this moment. Lucidity hits me and I'm able to, con- c- to control things with my mind. Slow time, create doorways to new places. I keep jumping and a man appears by a car in the distance. I know this is the darkness manifested. He starts to manipulate the environment with his mind. We are on this old road, surrounded by abandoned houses. He never makes full eye contact with me, looking down and there's like this energy field around him protecting him. He uses telekinesis to move a large vehicle and it makes it speed towards me on the road. I don't hesitate. I close my eyes and I open them to witness the car lift up and crumple like paper as it shapeshifts into a bird. It's incredible. A mind-blowing lucid moment. Then I take off running before opening a rip and jumping through. I have traveled to a dark forest. In front of me is a pool of water surrounded by trees. Leaves floating on the surface. It's a safe hiding place. I enter. mm -mm, I got got cut off there. I enter something, something, something. I think like a waterfall. Mm -mm, mm -mm. He never makes full eye contact with me, looking down, and there's this. Okay. Okay, here we go. A mind blowing lucid moment. Then I take off running before opening a rip through. Uh, before, I traveled to a dark forest in front of me is a pool of water surrounded by trees leaves float on the surface. It's a safe hiding place. I enter the water before waking. So, so there you go. So that, that's, that's Lacey's story there. So just taking a quick moment to just kind of like reflect on what were some of the themes that, that she had in there. Again, we literally had, you know, like, doorways to other dimensions which is a common theme that we talk about within dreams and this is where again you know uh in this she goes from this experience of kind of being along for the ride and yet shifting into lucidity and then like her lucidity actually allowed her to make new portals to make new doorways and this is where again you know even for myself like i have not had too many lucid dreams i know i can have lucid dreams just as anybody else can and i am super fascinated by the dynamics of what is possible within dreams and one of them for example would be being able to help make portals by being able to help like make rifts in time that you can jump through so again it's kind of like those stories that we think about when we think about like fantasy movies or a wrinkle in time for example and we can literally like create a rift that we can move through and then again in this she's also having Another character who's like kind of, uh, you know, kind of like a, a, a bad guy, almost like an agent Smith. And this character is actually not only just like there as some it's not just there as something to be scared of, but it's actually there as something that's calling her into her power. And this is one thing that I think we need to be aware of within dreams in general is that like if we ever have dreams where we might be scared of something or there might it might feel like a nightmare. Oftentimes, like that in itself is a part of us. That is actually showing us how to step into our power, how to reclaim our own own sovereignty. And then again, she had that moment where there was like a car coming at her and she like went lucid and she like crumpled the car in midair with her mind and turned it into like a bird sort of thing. So you can understand like just like the, the potential of what can happen by going lucid where like literally in a single second, you can transform something simply through the will of your thoughts. So there you go. And and then again, and it was interesting that it ended with her like going into water before waking up water can often be used as like portals within dreams. So super fascinating dream there from, from Lacey. So thank you for Lacey for uh, allowing us to be able to share that during the broadcast. And I hope that inspired uh, some people there just to get a little bit more uh, insight in terms of like what is possible within the dream space. And again, this is just like one story of many stories uh, that she has to, to to be able to share and, and as well as many, 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 many other people who have their own dream stories to share. So yeah, just wanted to be able to share that and, and let's pass the talk and stick around to allow other people to share a couple of their dream stories. Uh, I got one dream story that I'll be able to share and um yeah, and and I just love the idea that like within dreams, there's so much to be able to do, you know? And this is where I feel that right now, us having these discussions is still just kind of like, scratching a uh, scratching a part of the surface while also like getting some deep roots like implanted and everything like that. But what would happen if eventually by us continuing to do these broadcasts and by us showing up and practicing, you know, in a year from now, or maybe in like five years from now, literally it's like a group of us showing up on these broadcasts and we're like consecutively lucid dreaming. You know, what if like the vibrations of the earth begin to change and these energies become more accessible and, and more and more of us are actively lucid dreaming every night? And it's not just us like saying like oh how do I lose a dream? It's more so us talking about like the dynamics of what we can do within the dream space and and all the different abilities. So it's like oh dude like yeah I figured out how to time travel within my dream. Like oh man yeah I figured out how to like turn Super Saiyan within my dream. Oh yeah I found like a portal how to like go to like you know like the Andromeda galaxy or things like that. Like these are possible things that that can still be accessed through the practice of us dreaming. And and again, I think it's one of those things that you have to know that it's there for you and let that be the motivator to help inspire you to continue to work at these things. But like anything else, you have to earn them. You really, really do have to earn them in that sense. And and the universe will be able to like deliver uh, when, when you are ready to be able to receive. And again, also the idea that just like reading the comment from Jessica in the live chat, you know, the idea of being able to meet other people within the dream space, within the astral plane. Like, absolutely. Again, I feel that what we're moving into right now, in terms of technology, in terms of like virtual reality and everything like that, that in itself is very much a parallel to what is already possible within the dream space. Virtual reality is actually, in a way, kind of like an external version of what we already have within us. So, can we get to that point where we're going to sleep every night? And we're meeting up in common dream places. We're going on adventures. We're like having paradigm shift meetings. We're working on things. We're creating things. We're building things. You know, can we build like a city within our dreams? Can we build like spaceships within our dreams and maintain them and like save them and continue to return to them? Like again, these are just some of the, the questions that I feel evidently the answer is yes, but but the, 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 the theory of them and, and, the, and the prospect of them inspires me greatly to be able to continue to work towards them and to just continue to be able to like have these discussions because i feel that like this is like an important part of the leading edge of our shift in consciousness of our evolution as human beings i don't feel that we're meant to just go to sleep at night and just wake up and be like i don't remember anything i feel that it is within our birthright to be able to go to sleep and to like wake up and be like holy crap what a what a ride what an adventure like that was a psychedelic experience and it doesn't have to happen every night but to just know that it's possible like that's life changing and and I feel that that's what we're here to do as a soul and that's where I feel like as a body that's part of the reason of the body is to actually be able to like have the physical experience but then to use it as a launch pad to go into the dreams and to actually maintain the experience of the dreams recorded in a sing- in a sin- single central location of our body so like maybe as a soul, if you're not in a physical body, you're kind of having these dream experiences, but it's not linear. It's kind of like all over the place. Whereas like when we are in a body, we get to like have this linear experience of us being able to experience these nonlinear things, if that makes sense. So let's um, pass the talk and stick around. And if anybody has any dream stories that they would like to share, now would be the time. And then we'll go to, just go over a couple more questions and then we'll go into our closing meditation. So. Anybody has any dream stories that they would like to be able to share? Please feel free to do so. I know Brian and Wolf had one, and I've got a, a one that I can share. Uh, and if, if Vanessa or Erica, if you guys have one, you guys can just give me a thumbs up, and we can share it. Vanessa, would you like to? Would you like to share one? Was that a? Was that a thumbs up to share something? If you would like to go ahead and unmute yourself, Vanessa, if you would like to share something. Please go right ahead.
4: Yeah, I was having some lag.
1: There we go. Okay, cool. You're here. <laughs> go for it.
4: All right. Well, this is kind of combined. What I know about dreams is that there is multiple layers of it. When Most of the times when you dream, you're just dreaming what you do every day. And some of my most uh, vivid ones of these, I don't remember but I've been told was when I used to uh, game on Perfect World International and it seeped into my dreams.
1: Well, just there might be a little bit of lag. I'm just talking until Vanessa comes back.
4: To the point where I would yell in my sleep, go gaming and then I would sleep and I would literally do the same thing and I would literally yell at the same people in my sleep. But then there's the prophetic type ones which uh, like before I moved to where I currently am, uh, I ended up having uh, dreams of insane tornadoes around my house and literally within about two weeks we had uh, moved so it was like my whole life got uplifted in my dreams and then it actually happened and then there's the fantasy type dreams where of course you go dreaming your dating Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie or whoever the heck you want to dream of <laughs> that's your own personal fantasies but yeah there's those those types of dreams and then there's the ones where well astral projection but that's a whole whole nother category but yeah i i've had some pretty crazy crazy dreams uh actually right before i uh went through my awakening i ended up having some insanely chaotic, explosive dreams just prior to that. And it's always stuck with me. But yeah, I think that's it. I think we should wrap it up because, you know, I have a busy day tomorrow as well. <laughs> uh, there we radiation go. treatment.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you thank you thank you Vanessa for for sharing there and and absolutely I think it, I think it is interesting to know that like there's so many different types of dreams that, that we can have and and yeah like some of them some of them can be very fantastical some of them can be mundane some of them can be prophetic and some of them can be very symbolic and and yeah, I think what you were saying there the idea of like experiencing like a tornado, in your dream uh yeah and then like kind of like finding that that your life might feel like it's like kind of like you're in a tornado or something like that like yeah like that can be very very interesting how how that can kind of echo into the dreams and and it kind of it works both ways where like our waking experience will like echo into the dreams and then our dream experiences will echo into our waking experience so it goes back and forth so but yeah thank you again vanessa for sharing and for being here Stories to help document what you might have experienced over the last month or any other time. Please feel free, Panda. Go ahead, dude.
2: Yeah, definitely. um I'll just do some just quick ones. I had two dreams within the last week that that coincided um, with each other, and I didn't really even like think about it until uh, I think Wolf was sharing um, some of her dreams, and you were talking about some of your stuff, but. The first one is uh, I had a dream and my, my, I had my cat was walking around the house and I'm looking at this cat or at my cat. And when I go look to a different part of the house and there was another version of this, my cat there, same cat, but it was like a kitten version. And then in another part of the house, there was an older shaggy version. And then there was another one that was fatter. And so the, all in all, throughout my house, there was 10 uh, separate versions of my cat kind of cruising around and i'm like whoa what why why do i have all these cats all of a sudden you know the first thing i'm thinking is why do i have all these cats um what, what what's going on here and then i you know when i woke up and thought about it i was like well that was interesting it was like there's multiple versions and then they're coinciding with each other um but then the second one that kind of helped tie it together and, and opened up the broader spectrum for me is i was falling asleep and dreaming and i started falling in and out of the dream realm and I fell asleep and it was like, I was sitting there and I had uh headphones on, but I was sitting up and I had headphones on and it was really, really, really real to me. And I like, and I kind of woke up and I was like, Whoa. And I, I looked around, I'm like, no, I'm not. Whoa. Wasn't I just, wasn't I just sitting here with headphones on? And then I fell back asleep and I was sitting under a tree and just kind of hanging out watching stuff and, 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 and being outside. And I was like, Whoa. And then I flashed to, um, the beach and I was sitting at the beach and, and I was there and then there was an older version of myself and then it was me younger and uh, as myself uh, as a child and all these different incarnations and, and parts of me and then I started thinking about you know I think Wolf said how things are starting to kind of tie together and, and she had multiple versions of herself that were con- converging into each other and um, I, I started me thinking about that and I thought oh hey wait I dreamt two days of, ago of multiple versions of my cat and being around. And then last night I dreamed of multiple versions of me. And it was like, they are all coming together and merging. And uh, I don't know if you've all seen uh, the movie, the one uh, with Jet Li. Uh, it made me kind of think of that. Like, Oh my gosh, am I converging? Was that wor- Am I morphing?
1: there might just be a bit of a lag here giving it one second i think panda's jumping back in we will see one second folks oh i think it's a glitch in the google hangouts that's why but yes if if you've seen the movie the one that's about like jet Li traveling multiple parallel realities <laughs> so highly recommended um let's see did we lose the feed to the hangouts if we did, then I might just have to continue talking and share a little bit about my story. Um, but I did want to be able to let Panda share his story. But I love that idea of, of again, you know, like multiple versions of ourselves coming together within a dream. We think of ourselves as just like one being. But what if it's not quite like that? Like, what if it's literally, you know, like a different version of us for, for every second, for every moment throughout the ages? Can it can it actually work like that? And so it's different layers of there. we go. Oh, okay. Yo, Panda. Sorry. I wasn't yep. mean to talk over you it, like glitched out. Okay. We, we lost you when you were talking about Jet Li movie. That's where, oh. that's where it cut out. So, okay, go ahead and continue. Uh, so,
2: yeah. Yeah. So back to Jet Li, how it, uh, you know, so basically I, I looked at it as that movie, Jet Li, the one he goes out and he fr- finds all the different versions of himself in those. He has to fight them all. And, and he ultimately becomes the one version of himself. I felt like those dreams were telling me that I'm merging. My realities are starting to merge to become one reality. I'm merging with the different versions of myself, different realities, different realms, different uh, dimensions of myself, and becoming more of the one, becoming more of, of who I was just complete. Um, and now, where do I go with that from there? I know I went on a, on a tangent and <laughs> I got to rewind <laughs> again. Uh, oh, so, oh, and then how everything reflects to, you know, your dream world reflects your conscious world, your reality, and how more and more people are becoming awake. More and more people are becoming conscious with themselves. More and more people are, are tapping into the metaphysical every day. And as that happens, you have different layers and different levels of consciousness, Consciousness, and you have people that have already been conscious or met themselves at that higher realm now are moving up another rung on that ladder to make room for the people that are being coming conscious below them and getting to that first step of the ladder. So you have some people that are at that first step, some people that may be at the 12th, 13th step of the ladder, and we move up and we make room for... So, that's why when people become enlightened or, or awake or, or however you want to see it, they become so adamant about helping others become awake because that evolution helps bring the whole global evolution helps bring the whole global reality together as a whole and helps the entire planet evolve and grow.
1: Totally dude. I love, I love, I love like the, the Jet lee thing. And it actually, um, just wanted to bounce this idea past you and get, get your thoughts on it. But cause I was thinking, you know, like we think of ourselves as just like this one present moment version of ourselves. But, but what if it's not quite like that? Like what if there actually is like a separate identity for a part of us in the future, a part of us in the past? What if there's a separate identity, like every second, you know, like, like, does it actually work that way? And yet we experience it as like this one consecutive thing. Again, this, this reality is, is incredibly like dimensional, you know, it, it creates this illusion of consistency and linear mo- momentum, but it's not quite like that. It's like every single moment is its own, like, f- I, again, it's kind of like hard to put into words, but, but yeah, I, I'm kind of, do, do, do you feel that might be the case where like, there's almost like a future version of ourselves, a patch version of ourselves, and maybe even a version of ourselves from like a week ago. That's actually like a different version of ourselves, And we could almost like meet them in, in the dream space. Do you think it kind of works that way? Could be definitely. I think uh, you always have multiple
2: timelines, multiple and time is not linear. Time doesn't, time doesn't really exist. It, so it's all existing at once. It's all being at once, but they're just in different realms, different, States uh, of or dimensions. Uh, and every day, the reality is every second of your life, you have decisions and things. And from those decisions, multiple timelines can be sprouted off and, and spread apart and can exist and go out from each other. So if you decided to do this or I'm, something even as simple as I'm going to catch a cab, well, maybe because you caught that cab, you became the version of yourself that went off to the concert. But if you didn't catch the cab, Maybe you're the version of yourself that that got stabbed or robbed or maybe you're the version of yourself that that you know fell down and broke your ankle or I think all those versions exist and based on your decisions, that's what chooses which timeline you you come you can always bounce through different timelines and different realities and it's all based on whatever decision you make uh, to where where your next path goes. Um, I also think that there's possibility, and I know I've talked to people that have done it, and I think I've done it a couple times, you meet people that you just feel like are you.
1: Uh, might have uh, another moment here where I just have to catch up with the glitch. We'll see. Um, but yeah, definitely just kind of going off with Brian saying, I, I think more people are becoming aware of this. And I've even asked him, I was talking to myself. Okay. Keep keep going, that Brian. me again? Only for like okay. five seconds. my
2: uh, but different, yeah, you, you have different uh, parts of yourself. And I think, uh, different parts of you can come to help you future versions of yourself could come help tell you, uh, things in your dreams, past versions of you can come help tell you in dreams. I also think that like, what if, uh, if everything is existing and all these different timelines are existing, that version of you that decided to go this route and turn right instead of turn left. Maybe your paths cross again later, and this person is kind of a different version of you, so you're not recognizing them, and you're interpreting them in a different way because your mind is not going to allow you to see yourself as yourself, so you see them as somebody else. You see them as a, a Brendan, or you see them as, a, as a, a wolf, or you see them as a Valerie, but maybe they're just alternate versions of yourself that went to different paths.
1: Hmm. fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, I, I think I think, again, you know, like it's it's crazy to just try and wrap our head around the idea of like how reality turns itself into many realities by branching. And and I think that's kind of the way it works is you, you look at you look at the model of a tree. And if you study that, I think that will teach you a lot about time. So there will be points where it might be a single timeline, but then a single event causes that split, causes that branching. And then that's kind of like when like another parallel reality, like opens up as a result of that event so something like that but yeah 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 and that's and that that actually um that that's that's cool because like talking about parallel realities that's a good segue for me to talk a bit about um my own dream story uh that that i can share which is like in theme with that um i did just want to be able to uh check in with wolf um and thank you again brian uh Wolf, did you have a dream story that you wanted to be able to share before we wrap up the broadcast?
3: I do you have something that I would like to share? I don't know if it's necessarily a story, so it won't be too long. But it's more so of um, just talking about my experiences with dreaming and then a question that I have that if anyone would like to elaborate on, I would love some feedback.
1: We'll do that in a second. I'll just share my story because it's really quick and then we'll pass it over to you. Sounds good. Okay, cool. So, anyways, um, over 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 the over the past month, um, <clears throat> since the last dream broadcast, like I've definitely been having like more dream recall. Um, a lot of my dreams, like I've been like writing them down. Some of them aren't like super fascinating, but every now and then, there's like something that happens in one of my dreams that just like stands out in such a psychedelic way, in the sense of just. I, I vividly remember the present moment of that dream. And that's where, again, I feel that, you know, my example in that can be something that other people can take note of because I feel sometimes that happens where, you know, we'll kind of get like mundane dream after mundane dream or we might recognize this as mundane, it might not actually be mundane, and then, you know, we'll just kind of like almost get bored with trying to practice our dreams and be like, ah, I'm not getting anything or I'm not getting what I want. But then every now and then, if you keep at it, suddenly like one moment, it might not it might not even be an entire dream. It might just be like literally like what might feel like 30 seconds in a dream might come to you and and it will be transformational It will be psychedelic. and And you look back and you, you would just be you know, try and think how much would you pay to be able to experience that again? Like you almost can't put a dollar value on it. It's, 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 it's like just so deeply meaningful. And so one of the experiences that I had, um, I think it was, uh, I guess it was like less than a week ago, but I remember at one point in my dream, I was at like a place in my childhood. It was at like a convenience store way back in my childhood. The location isn't really super important, And I was doing other stuff and everything, but then the part that vividly stood out to me, and, like, I can still see this, like, I can still vividly see this, which is crazy, was, like, me looking up into the sky, and me, like, seeing celestial bodies in alignment up in the sky, so it was literally, like, a giant planet, like, in the sky, almost, like, kind of, like, hanging in the atmosphere But then I noticed that it wasn't just one planet. As I kind of like moved my head, I could actually see that there was like, like multiple planets behind it. And that's when I realized that it wasn't even just different planets. It was actually like different versions of the same planet. And this is kind of what we were talking about with like the parallel realities. This is why I was mentioning this in relation to what Brian was talking about is that as I was looking at that, I was like, holy crap. Like, I feel like I'm, like, looking at the parallel realities of of what was Earth. Like, it was literally, like, Earth hanging in the sky. But then there was, like, multiple versions of Earth, like, kind of, like, projected behind it. And it wasn't even, like, so much as if there was just, like, one or two or three or four or five or six or seven or eight or nine. It was, it was like, a continuous just kind of, like, stream that just kind of, like, kept on going type thing. And this actually, I've, I've thought about this before. Like, I've had this idea before about, you know, like, Trying to perceive Earth from like a five dimensional space. Uh, What would it actually look like? And it actually would look something like that. And and so each earth looked a little bit different. You could see the surface looked a little bit different. So um, again, my interpretation of that, I don't know exactly how I would interpret it, whether or not it needs to be interpreted, but the awe that I felt in that moment was just like so amazing. As I was looking up at this, like imagine if you were just walking down the street one day and you looked up in the sky and there's like freaking parallel Earths floating in the sky. Like, that'd be pretty amazing, right? So, like, that's what it felt like because it, in that moment, it wasn't just like, oh, this is just a dream. Therefore, it takes away from the beauty and the majesty of this moment. In that moment, it was like, holy crap, I'm being shown something incredibly sacred and incredibly meaningful. And, and this is like something that, that I really just felt like touched my soul. So, uh, I felt that having that experience was something that I wanted to be able to share because again, maybe it's not something that I'm supposed to have all the answers to at this moment, but just being able to kind of like put that visual within other people's minds is something that I can at least do by, by sharing my story. And again, just opening us up to the idea of, you know, parallel realities and multiple versions and multiple, you know, multiverses and everything like that. So as to whether or not like that's not necessarily something that that we'll get too much into for for this topic in today but you know i do feel that that will be kind of a common theme that perhaps will become even more prevalent and relevant as we continue to evolve as consciousness continues to expand what if like literally within our dream we could actually go to like other parallel earths like what if that could actually happen and what and, and are those parallel earths like literally happening simultaneously and why are we in the one that we are in right now or why does it feel like we're just in the one that we're in right now when in actuality there's like multiple versions of us existing simultaneously within these parallel realities again it's kind of trippy um but i do think that these ideas are actually things that are starting to like pop up like more and more uh, within the mainstream a- as well. I think I think it's something that is actually showing up within like the collective hive mind. So yeah, just wanted to be able to share that. That was, that was one dream experience uh, that I was fortunate enough to have and I'm happy to be able to share it. So cool. Okay, let's uh, pass it over to Wolf and-, and then if anybody else has anything they want to share related to dream stories, we can do that and then we'll move into our closing meditation and then we'll wrap it up and we'll go to sleep. Hooray. All right, so Wolf, passing it over to you. Go ahead and share what you would like to share assuming that wolf may be there wolf if, uh, if you're yes. th- yeah okay cool okay go for Sorry. it no worries
3: okay so i wanted to discuss a little bit about um my own experience with dreaming and i i have a dark or really mysterious and a lot of negative things that go on in my dream space really very like not like human-like. There's a lot of really multidimensional stuff that goes on. It's not like I'm walking through the world and eating donuts or whatever. It's very like uh like I'm in different places and on different planes, communicating with different creatures that aren't aren't normal of like a human experience, I suppose you could say. And when I find myself in these dreams, they're usually really dark. There's a lot of scary things going on and I'm trying to escape or I'm trying to protect someone or someone's being murdered or just really crazy stuff like that. And I find myself being asleep for over sometimes over 12 hours where I, I will not be able to wake up from my dream until the story or the cycle or the message has has been completed whatever it is it needs to come through until my body will actually be able to awaken and sometimes that happens where I do wake up and I'm still very sleepy. I just wake up, you know, go to the bathroom and then I get back in bed and my body won't like, it won't let me actually fully wake up. I'm, I'm very groggy. I'm super tired to where it's like, I, I want to get up and I want to move out throughout the day. Cause I know it's late in the morning. I should be, should be up by now. And so I try to push myself to kind of get up and, and move around and continue to wake up. But my body just keeps telling me, you need to go back to sleep. You're really, really tired. Go back to sleep. My eyes I can't keep them open. I go back to sleep, and then if I had cut off in the dream to wake up, I will go back to a space in the dream. Maybe it's not the same exact place or the same exact space, but I'll go back into the dream, and it will continue the cycle until I have officially woken up, and usually by that time, it's been hours upon hours that I've been asleep, and I wake up, it's super late in the day. I have this overwhelming amount of energy that's just stuck with me from the astral, experience where I just feel uneasy I feel almost afraid like anxious um, a lot of depression will come through in this time and so that's something I've been experiencing more and more as I become more aware of my dreams I've been experiencing this more often where I kind of get stuck in dreams and then when I do wake up from them I have to go back into them before I can actually wake up and move, move throughout my, my, my reality and my life. And so I would love any opinions or thoughts or just any, I mean, this could just be me sharing my story. If there is no opinions, that's a okay, but I would just love some feedback. If any of you guys have any kind of, um, any kind of response to that.
1: That's fascinating. Wolf. So like when you have a dream and you kind of like wake up from it and then go back to sleep, are you often going back into that dream? Like the story kind of picks up where you left off. Does it literally happen like that sometimes?
3: Yes. Usually it will be the same dream. Sometimes it's the same exact place, same kind of situation. And other times the same dream but it's a little bit different. It's like the person I was talking to or the creature I was talking to is, is a different creature or the place that I'm in, the, the, the earth or whatever kind of ground that I'm on or whatever kind of air that I'm in, it's, it's a different color or it's a different sensation. It's just a different, a little, something's a little bit different.
1: And so are more often than not, are, have these experiences been kind of like uh, a little bit stressful opposed to like happy and, and inspiring? always
3: they're always very fearful like a lot of fearful stuff coming up a lot of um feeling unempowered like i can't protect myself like i have no strength like people are out to get me almost like the the people in the reality around me are trying to either manipulate me or they're trying to actually physically kill me or take my my physical life away from me
1: Mm -hmm. have you been able to enter back into those dreams and like achieve lucidity
3: that's a good question. Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't really, that I know of, really been very lucid in the dream. It's usually when I come out of the dream and I'm awake that all of it floods out. All of the messages come through, all of the energy, the, the weight on my shoulders, all of it kind of comes to me once I actually have hit that point of reawakening.
1: So what, what do you feel like if you were to go back into that dream, potentially lucid, do you feel that would kind of like shift your experience? Do you feel like you would be able to kind of like regain control over what you might be experiencing?
3: Uh, I feel like that's very possible. I definitely think that anything uh, is possible in the dream realm. And I think that that's actually a really great, great piece of advice is to explore with more, more lucidity, practice practice bringing in lucid dreaming into those experiences because mm-hmm. it does happen where I wake up and then I have to fall back asleep to finish it. And I know that there's some kind of a, there's like a kind of practice where you do that, where you wake up from your sleep and then you go back to sleep to kind of bring about that lucidity. So I wonder if that's maybe what my body's trying to get me to do. Mm-hmm. It's trying to get me to to do that consciously on with, with my own, my own drive to do it. maybe
1: yeah have you tried go ahead brian, oh, go ahead, brian.
2: i was gonna ask have you tried because if you can remember the events have you tried to kind of reenact them in the con when you're awake when you're conscious and just try and live act through them a little bit and just kind of play them out and see and then try to to change or manipulate it a little bit towards where you when you go back to it it, it gives you a different perspective or strength about it
3: You know, that's a really good question. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I've done it in that kind of way. I know when I, when I do get dreams like that, I look at it as almost like I'm in a fearful state in my waking life and that there's a lot of healing that I need to do. There's a lot of, um, finding my strengths in in my daily life. And so I'll kind of do that where I find, um, empowerment building practices to bring into my life, but I haven't done it in a way where I'm actually bringing forth the dream and reenacting it in a way of of kind of empowering myself in the physical in that kind of way but that's a really good point mm-hmm.
1: yeah I, I definitely feel like even even upon that first awakening if you're able to even just like you know unpack some of the experience by journaling it that that may kind of help where you're just like authentically talking about to yourself just kind of like what you might have felt there, but then almost kind of like continuing the story um in terms of like what happens next. Like maybe maybe there could be some 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 sort of thing where you're literally like journaling what happens. But then you like write the next paragraph of like what you want to happen. And, and it's again well, kind of kind of like and then I reclaimed my power and then I kind of like shifted this or then I was able to like, you know, feel empathy or express, you know, gratitude and, and allowed like that person, the other character to kind of like see their own actions or something. Uh, I mean, it, just ideas. But what do you think?
3: I think that's actually a really great idea. I like the idea of of journaling my own story afterwards and rewriting the direction that the dream was taking me in. Because
1: mm-hmm. we have to we have to kind of approach this again, just from the general idea of of life of 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 you know that mindset that like whatever is there is actually there to empower you. Like the universe never just like gives us stuff to be able to just be, you know, like, oh, hey, like we're like being a bully or or something like that. Like the, the universe is very intentional with what it delivers to us. So I think it's knowing that whatever whatever you are experiencing, there is like a way for you to receive empowerment from it simply by you changing your relationship to the story and simply by you changing the story itself by like, again, kind of that's where I feel like if you if 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 you could kind of like step in with lucidity, that would give you like an an immediate ability to kind of rewrite which way you're taking the story. So I feel, yeah, like the idea of kind of practicing journaling and and continuing the story in the waking state, but then also knowing that if you were to enter it back with with lucidity, um, that that would be like motivation to be able to practice your lucidity whereas like you know maybe prior to that moment you've already been practicing and then you're just like okay like i'm ready to go back into this like i know how to do this and then again and then you go into it and then you like transform the the dream you know you like defeat the dragon or something like that opposed to just yeah going along for the ride really like that idea and, i mean that's just kind of like, i
3: like to write a lot writing is uh, a place where I find a lot of healing, and so I think that that would be really empowering for me to, because I do journal my dreams sometimes, um, not as often as I'd like to, I will admit, but um, uh, I think that it would be really empowering for me to to write my own story, basically, after after awakening, write my own my own version of what I want it to be, and then also still, um, extracting the lessons that are coming through, extracting the messages but allowing them to be received in a way where it's helping me to see deeper strengths within myself instead of where I look at it as something where I'm losing my strength or I should be fearful of it um, just fearful of it in general.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and and I know uh, Arita uh, Peace Monkey is just like commenting in the live chat, yeah, just kind of like encouraging you to have um she's referring to it as a tell uh, and and I think what she's referring to it as like some sort of way of being able to tell if you're dreaming so again like a totem or a reality check that that you can do within your dream practice um again kind of like she's just reading her comment like uh like in the movie inception the spinning top um hers is the sky that she says so so again i think like do you have your kind of like reality check practices already in place or is that something that you can still work more on
3: that is definitely something I could work more on. I do have little bits and pieces that I explore with, but it's uh, not something that I've really been super consistent with. Um, again, something that I would like to do more, uh, I do. And, uh, I just, I think it's just finding that consistency, finding the discipline kind of going back to what we were always talking about and waking up with Wolf, finding that discipline and that making that commitment to, to showing up for yourself in that way. Especially when you know something's affecting you so much. You can't really can't really expect for things to shift if you're not willing to kind of open yourself to the the steps and the milestones that it's gonna take to make the change.
1: Yeah. And and again, like the way how I'm kind of perceiving this is, is that like the uncomfortableness of these experiences is is more or less like forcing you to to do something about it. You know, if and, and but that in itself Is probably just like a catalyst to something bigger. Like what if like these uncomfortable scenarios are actually not forcing, but like putting you into the path where it's like, damn, I really got to work as work more on my my lucidity practice. And then once you kind of like get through this chapter, your lucidity practice is actually going to serve like something like much more. It's going to serve, you know, an, an even bigger story. So, but in order for the, but maybe the universe is just like, well, you know, like, this is one way that we know she's going to have to learn is by kind of like creating a path that is going to be, you know, it's like you can either a like resist this and not develop it and continue to experience it. Or you can be able to be like, or I can use this as a catalyst to reclaim my power and then actually just like develop a skill set that's going to go far beyond this moment. So um, I'd like to think that this is just like a catalyst for, for you to be able to like get more, like develop more lucidity within your dreams overall, which again, will probably go far beyond this experience. And then if it does show up in the future, you'll, you'll be able to prove it to yourself as like a, tr- as a test, you'll be like, it'll be like, Oh, here it comes again. But this time, like I'm prepared, I'm ready. I know what to do. So, um, yeah, I, again, I, I see this as like an, a, 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 a definitely an empowering, opportunity an empowering potential so definitely kind of like giving you the the choice to choose how you show up to it so but yeah what do you think definitely
3: I, I definitely like the way that you um worded that it's the universe's way of trying to get me to move more into my lucidity kind of like the the universe has holds the awareness that this is where she's listening. This is where she she'll she's responding mm-hmm. to it Yeah, and she doesn't like it. So she's responding to it. And so that kind of gets me to, to move a little bit deeper. And so I, the awareness of the presence that's around us um, is trying to push me kind of push me through that comfort zone because it has the awareness that that's really where I'll listen because I'm uncomfortable. So oh, she's paying attention now because she's uncomfortable. So maybe yeah. that's kind of, kind of the dynamic.
1: I think so. If I if I were, if I were the universe, like that's probably how I would do it. You're right. Like it's just like how can I get her attention? Okay, let's get her to listen. How can we get her how can we get her to listen by making her uncomfortable? Cuz cuz otherwise it's just like, yeah, like and that's that's the case with any anything in life, you know? Like the the uncomfortableness is actually just you uh also reflecting on the fact that you care about wanting things to be a certain way. So if you're adamantly just like yeah, this isn't where I want things to be. Then that's also calling you into action to be like, well, do something about it. And and what are you gonna do about it? So this is you stepping into that where it's just gonna be where you get to answer that question and be like, this is what I'm gonna do about it. And, and really, even just kind of shifting that mindset. So next time you wake up from a dream like that, can you shift yourself into that place where you actually like see it with excitement? You're just like, ooh, this is a test. This this is this isn't just again like some sort of like boogeyman out to get me, but this is like you know this is a gauntlet, this is a labyrinth, this is a test, and and I'm gonna like show up for it a little bit differently. And I think even just that attitude will probably begin to like send that message to the universe that will probably like deliver the the experience to you differently just by you shifting your relationship to it. But yeah, no, I I feel I feel just from us talking about that probably gives you like a little bit a little bit more insight on on how to go about that. I'd be curious to hear. Uh, in a month from now, where where that sits.
3: Definitely. And I really appreciate the feedback a lot. And I'm taking all the mental notes. And I will be sure to actually implement more of the practices um, into into the practices that I already have right now, building on them with with more dream practices and i will definitely leave feedback on how everything goes and and let let you all know how things have shifted and and changed after a while of me staying consistent with those practices
1: awesome and do you have like any current reality check practices in your repertoire
3: you know uh let's see like sometimes i'll do before i go to bed with the intention of lucid dreaming like if i want to have like a a dream I'll do where I just kind of scan the space that I'm in um, kind of communicate with the, my animals and my pets around me because I know in my dream space my pets are usually something that is manipulated visually they look different they are they they have you know like an extra leg or the way that they're colored or the way that they're structured is different and so something that I like to use as like a as like a grounding point is is spending a little bit of time with my pets before I go to bed and like looking at them and communicating with them and just doing the basic stuff of like looking at the things on my wall, looking at parts of my body, like my hand, or maybe looking in the mirror at what I look like before I go to sleep. Um, And then outside of, of doing it while I'm sleeping, I do like to, um, I do like to bring in the question of, is this a dream? Is this even reality? Am I actually doing this right now? Is this real? And there was a, a point in my life where when I was in high school, I found myself questioning the world around me a lot, not because I was consciously doing it, but because I was going through such like a, a crazy time in my life where life didn't actually seem like it was really happening. I couldn't the day before me or the day, the days that were happening previously, it seemed like they weren't real. Like they didn't actually happen. So I started questioning, like, is this actually what I'm seeing? I felt like I had like a fog over my eyes as I was moving through my life. And so that's something that I like to kind of bring back into my practices, like just asking myself, like, is this, is this actually real right now? Am I actually holding this? Am I actually doing this? Is this a dream? Is this, you know, is this reality dream? Just bringing in those questions and kind of scanning the world around me to, to kind of bring up the bigger idea of what is a dream? What is life? Mm -hmm. And those always usually kind of stream down or web down into, into deeper questions and, and deeper ways of looking at things and deeper ways of, of, of moving myself or exploring the world as if, if it is a dream, what can I do? How can I, how can I have more fun with it? How can I make it more like a a magical play or a magical movie? And then moving through life Mm -hmm. from that lens of like, okay, now I kind of have an idea of what I can do to make it more magical. Now, how, how can I implement that and actually make it, bring it into life? So those are some of the, some of the things that I use, but I'm sure there's probably a lot more that I could be implementing to actually, to be more consistent with it and more, more disciplined.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I do think what you mentioned there though, is a great practice. Just the idea of being able to bring more curiosity into our everyday lives, you know, really, really just simplifying it from that perspective asking questions like you said like is this am i awake right now you know like looking at things in detail investigating things analyzing things checking the ceilings on rooms looking at clocks you know just like really developing this habit where you're just like almost like this inner child curiosity kind of being brought to the surface and then again that leads over into the dream space which can be great for triggering triggering lucidity but yeah maybe even you might want to be able to like use a particular totem that that's gonna like help kind of trigger that curiosity so keep a totem on you some sort of object that's gonna remind you to be curious and and then like carry that totem with you into the dream space potentially so so there you are, you already got your your third eye pine cone there so that'd be a great that'd be a great object so yeah definitely cool. Well, definitely Wolf, thank you again for sharing and and you know, for you and everybody else. I'm excited for for your journey, for your story. It's it's unfolding exactly as it needs to and your growth is our growth. So, thank you for for showing up again. Appreciate it. So.
3: Well, thank you for holding the space for us. It's greatly appreciated on my end as well.
1: Awesome. Sweet. Well, we'll move into the closing aspects of the broadcast and 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 I'll even just let Wolf uh, and and Brian and and also Uh, We still have Erica here. Uh, If anybody here would want to just be able to share any sort of like closing um, thoughts and also any particular advice that they might want to be able to share with the audience uh, for the listening community, please feel free to do that. So uh, before we move into our meditation, Wolf, any any sort of like closing thoughts to go out on for the people who are listening to this?
3: I don't have a piece of advice. I do have a question, which might also be something that other people are curious about as well experiencing it so um, I have a friend who is here with me and she wanted me to ask um, about when you have a lucid dream you become lucid in the dream and then you wake up physically you're awake but you are having paralysis where you can't move your body what does that possibly mean what can we do to bring ourselves back into our bodies just anything that comes to you guys from that from that question or those words please elaborate
1: Sure. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's definitely like a good topic to be able to hit upon. I don't know how deep, well, like, I feel like that could literally probably like open up into like another 20 minutes of discussion, but definitely since it's been brought up, I'll, I'll just answer it. And then, um, if anybody else, Brian, if you probably have something that you would be able to talk about on this, but again, you know, very simply like in terms of sleep paralysis, uh, from a scientific point of view, it's basically a moment where your body is asleep and your mind is awake. So I think one of the first things that you need to do when you're experiencing sleep paralysis is to do your best to relax and to do your best to be able to understand that this is actually like not some sort of, you know, demonic encounter or something that you need to be incredibly scared about. It can be jarring. It it can definitely be something where you're just like, whoa, this feels really freaking weird. But at the same time, simply by understanding that it's just like, oh, it can almost become comical where it's like, okay, like I'm in sleep paralysis right now. Like basically my mind is awake and my body is asleep. So if anything, you can just kind of like do your best to even observe it and to practice just kind of like bringing awareness to your breathing. Even just practicing again, closing your eyes. If your eyes were open, just kind of closing your eyes again and really just doing your best to understand that like, hey, this is just kind of a scientific biological thing that's happening right now. And and it's not actually something that you have to be freaked out about. No doubt, it can be something that that can freak people out, but you don't actually have to freak out about it. Like it's not actually like something that that like inherently is bad or or is inherently something that like means that you've like you know done something wrong or you've like passed a threshold or or something like that. And again, a lot of people will experience sleep paralysis with also like kind of very uncomfortable situations. But it can be something where it could also be a great opportunity to be able to bring awareness into the experience and to really just observe it as data, purely just be able to like observe it as an observer and just be like, oh, cool, like get very again, kind of get very curious. Be like, what am I experiencing right now? Like, what am I feeling? Hey, can I move my toes right now? No, I can't. Oh man, this is so weird. What does the ceiling look like? Am I still in a hypnagogic state? What happens if I like kind of like intentionally try to manifest something with my mind? Can I like imagine like a ball of light floating in front of me? You know, so I, I have had sleep paralysis a few times and yeah, it's been like a little bit jarring, but but even then, um, even in the moment, I I wasn't like, oh my God, what's happening? It was kind of like, and I'm in sleep paralysis right now. And I was just kind of like navigating my way through it. And eventually I would kind of like get out of it. Um, so it could be something where you just really just use it as a chance to almost kind of meditate on that experience. And and as counterintuitive as that may be to think that the first thing you should do when you're having sleep paralysis is to relax. Um it may work but but again i think that's one of those things where it's going to be different for everybody uh brian what are, what are your thoughts on on sleep paralysis or any any advice for for that question and give me one second brian I just got to pull the microphone up okay you're good go ahead
2: uh, i definitely agree on the keeping calm keeping relaxed cuz you you start to panic you 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 start to worry yourself you you start to become afraid and then it becomes a a scary experience and can be harder to come out of So mainly relaxing, breathing, coming into yourself, realizing what's going on, because a lot of times what it is, is your body's still up, your body's still kind of in the astral plane and hasn't reconnected back, or not your body, sorry, your soul hasn't reconnected back into your body. So uh, some good tips I would would do as far as like coming from a, a Qigong and stuff background is grounding yourself, start focusing on grounding and hey, I need to focus on earth, roots, focus on the ground, focus on bringing my body back to earth because you're still in that ethereal realm um, where your two two parts of you have not connected back in. So breathing, staying calm, staying uh, relaxed, being aware of what's going on so you're not fooling yourself either, but then grounding and breathing and staying calm and allowing yourself to come back into itself. Um, and kind of just calling your your spirit, your soul back into your body. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. It's, interesting. it's an interesting way to approach it too from that, that idea of like thinking of it as like the soul kind of still being like somewhere not fully in the body. Um It's interesting to think about. It. but and, and at the same time, we can almost experience sleep paralysis as we're entering into the dream space. Like you, you can actually evoke this as something that you want to be able to experience where it's again basically as you move into the the sleep space there's actually a period where your body falls asleep but your mind stays awake and then you kind of move into the dream and then the sleep paralysis is kind of like the reverse end of that where you move out of the dream and your body's still asleep but your mind is awake so like you can almost like induce uh kind of like a waking paralysis uh in in a sense as well um, but yeah, I, I think it, I think it's when you understand that it is just kind of like a natural mechanism of the body. And again, part of the reason why that happens in the first place is literally just so, uh, like as it does that, it disconnects like the motor cortex from like the part of our brain that's still active in imagining stuff. Otherwise, if we were to sleep, like we'd be like running in our bed or something like that, or like flapping our arms and it would just be a disaster or something. And it's kind of interesting. Cause like I feel like even, even with like dogs and stuff like that, you kind of see that where like their, their limbs are like moving in their sleep and stuff. Like their, their brains probably like wired a little bit differently where they don't fully go into paralysis and then you see them acting out their actions. So you can understand that the sleep paralysis is almost like a safety mechanism, uh, to be able to like, keep us nice and still as as we're like actively, you know, partaking in, in the movement, uh, through like our, through our mind as well. So but again, I'm not. I any any advice I share, take it. You know, just like if if it works for you, that's cool. I can't really say I'm an expert uh, on that, but I do think it is an interesting topic just to be able to practice talking about. So, um, anybody else have anything to share on that? Or, or Wolf, just passing back to you. Any any thoughts on that? Or if your friend was listening, if that made sense at all, please feel free to.
3: She she was listening, and I greatly appreciate the feedback. One hundred percent.
1: Cool, cool, yeah. Yeah. And and again, you know, like everyone's experience is going to be, is going to be different. So I would definitely encourage you to just like, even just like keep asking questions. Like maybe there's like other people who might be able to like give like a better answer than, than what myself or Brian were able to give here. And, um, but, but evidently, again, I think just like understanding that it is like a natural biological process and, and you can approach it from a way that you don't, where you can actually use it as an opportunity to practice not freaking out, if, if that makes sense. Just notice your body's natural reaction. Be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, but then just kind of like be like, oh okay, like let's change the story. Let's use this as a chance to relax, and maybe even let's use this as a chance to kind of like launch into more lucidity if you enter back into that dream space from there. So, but yeah, just some thoughts on it. So, thank you, thank you, Wolf, and thank you, Wolf's friend, for for asking that question.
3: <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. She's the
1: swans so We've got the Wolf and the
3: Swan. Oh, cool, cool, awesome. <laughs>
1: cool okay let's um again uh, we've been going a little bit over time with this broadcast which is totally cool that usually happens with dream class we've had like five hour broadcasts before but we'll definitely get close to wrapping it up Um, we're going to just do a very short meditation at the end. And I did just want to be able to pass the talk and stick around for any, just like closing thoughts and, and any, if you have any like advice or tips or just like any sort of, again, just gratitude you want to express, uh, totally, totally cool. So anybody here, uh, Erica, Brian, Vanessa, if you guys want to share something, just, uh, go ahead and put your fingers, give me a wave and we'll pass it over to you. Okay, I know Brian's got something to share. Erica or Vanessa, if you guys want to share something, just let us know, and we'll pass it over to Brian. So, Brian, go ahead. Oh, one, one second. Okay, yeah, you're good. Go okay. ahead, Brian. Yeah,
2: you're good. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, okay, mainly, coming back to stop taking everything so seriously. Just relax. Let, let it be. I mean, there's not much, you know, you can do – a but to enjoy it and, and, and enjoy that experience, you know, whether it's good or bad, it's all really how you, you take it and. uh, Process it so you can, or react to it really Uh, good or bad. Doesn't really always exist. Uh, Something isn't good or bad, but your reaction to it is what can make it good or bad. So you have to, you can control all of that by, by your thought processes and reactions. So, um, um, that's great. And then just gratitude for for everyone being here. It's cool that we got a a little bit of variety on this class and different people showed up, um, some different perspectives. It's just really awesome to hear all this and and expand and um, lots of good comments. So, you know, thank you. I know in the the Facebook chat, Angela has been making some really good comments and has some some good tips and stuff. once again, she talked about being calm and letting letting it, things come to you. You know, don't try and control. You know, don't that situation control it. Just let it be, and just let it manifest, and let it kind of come to. You know, you can gently nudge it in directions you want, but just let it be what it, it's going to be. Let it become.
1: Awesome, wonderful. Thank you, thank you, Brian. And and absolutely, I think just like that. Again, just going back to that that very simple idea of understanding that like everything in itself is very neutral. And so it's up to us to to sort of become more aware of what the story is and, and or how we're relating to the story. And so, again, you know, going back to the ideas of nightmares and things like that, like are the nightmares inherently bad? Not necessarily like it's how we relate to them when we understand that the nightmares are actually calling us into our power. Is sleep paralysis bad? Not necessarily. It too can call us into our power and everything like that. So again, thank you, Brian. And and yeah, I know there's been some comments on the Facebook chat. For those of you watching on the Facebook, just take a note to be able to jump into the YouTube in the future. And we'll definitely be able to see your comments through the YouTube chat. But if Facebook is the best option for you, that's totally cool. So thank you to Angela and also thank you to Christina who has been uh, uh, tuning in on the Facebook. And again, be sure to jump over to the YouTube for this and future broadcasts at youtube.com forward slash Skull Babylon or tune in for this and any any live broadcast at paradigmscentralcom forward slash live or just go to paradigmscentral.com and then go to the Nexus either or we'll connect you there as well. So again, just getting close to wrapping this up as I just take a moment here to make sure that the broadcast is still not crashing. Sometimes Google Hangout lags. I did want to be able to just uh, invite if uh, Erica or Vanessa, if you guys wanted to be able to even just express some gratitude before we wrap up the class. And thank you again, both of you for for being here. Thank you, everyone, for being here. So uh, Erica and Vanessa, if you guys want to unmute yourself one at a time to be able to Erica, Vanessa, we'll pass it over to you first. Uh, go ahead, Vanessa. Anything else you would like to share before you wrap up the broadcast, gratitude or otherwise?
4: Well, I am thank you for the opportunity to be here, even though I am extremely tired. And I just ask that everybody have my dad in their prayers, considering he does have to go through radiation over the next week and a half, and that's going to tax me out. So, anyone who does follow me on my page, Vixen's Lighthouse, sorry if my posts are very very sporadic over the next week i'm tired (laughs) i need to go to sleep
1: (laughs) we got your back vanessa and and absolutely and and again you know like that's like there's a whole topic there just in itself like the idea of like you know can we do like energy work and healing work in the dream space like so for for anybody here like even just before going to bed Feel free to just kind of like, you know, just like put Vanessa in your thoughts and, and just take a moment there to just kind of like float over and send her some good vibes to her and her dad who's going through treatment right now. And and again, I, I think that's a beautiful thing where, uh, you know, us as a community, like in, in moments where, where healing needs to, to, to occur, that again can be an opportunity for us to be able to call to be called into our power as healers. So what if, you know, what if our our ability to like expand more into the dream space is also expanding more into our ability to activate our potential as healers, not even just for individuals, but also for like the collective and, and we've talked a bit about this before in other broadcasts where people like literally spend time in the dream space, like doing, you know, healing, like work on the earth, like grid work, you know, Reiki on the planet and everything. So. Yeah, for for those of you who who feel who feel it within themselves, absolutely just, you know, be it for Vanessa, be it for anybody else, uh, you know, take a moment before you go to bed to just kind of like send some healing vibes to to wherever you feel called and and knowing that your thoughts become the conduit for that energy to flow. It is not like your energy, but but you become the conduit. So your your thoughts kind of create the stream. So just By thinking about, you know, in this case, Vanessa's Vanessa's father and anybody else just by all by all means help create that stream for the energy to flow there and and it will do so. So thank you again, Vanessa, for for being here and and thank you for for sharing on this broadcast as well. So appreciate it. Cool. And, And wishing you a good rest tonight and for the week. So cool and uh also checking in uh erica if you want to be able to share anything before we wrap up the broadcast, any thoughts gratitude by all means go ahead and yeah you should be good to go erica when you're ready
0: Yeah. Yep. um so i uh, um, i just want to say thank you very very much for um, inviting me to be here um i'm gonna see if i can remember more of my dreams <laughs> Um, I do find dreams really fascinating. Um, yeah, I think that's it.
1: Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Absolutely. And and, and I'm glad to hear that again, just by being in, in, in this circle, by being in this broadcast, I'm sure it, it inspires you and others to just be like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like I'm, maybe I haven't thought too much about, you know, developing a dream practice, but Maybe I can. And, and, and again, and also doing it from a very altruistic point of view, a lot of people might think that, you know, learning about dreams and trying to get lucid dream and and trying to learn how to fly and shoot lasers out of your face and stuff like that. It can sound like a very sort of fantastical, almost like selfish, you know, appeal to it. And sometimes I think lucid dreaming is actually sort of sold that way where it's like, Hey, do you want to like, you know, like have sex with any sort of fancy celebrity that you want? Like people will literally, you know, say like, Oh, then you should learn how to lucid dream. But you know, from, from a higher perspective, I think there's a lot more that, that we can do within, within our dreams. And, and yeah. And so for, for, you know, for, for Erica and for everybody here, I think simple, simple advice, you know, practice putting your phone, not immediately within arm's reach, or if it is within arm's reach, just practice your willpower to not grab it right away. First thing in the morning, lay there in bed and have your dream journal and just practice writing down, not even just like literally just words and feelings or symbols anything that can kind of come to you focus on even just on feelings that in itself can be something that's a little bit more accessible and then you flex that like a muscle and by you know do that for like a week and you'll start to notice a difference and again that's also sending out the signal to the universe that you're paying attention and and do that in terms with like In tandem with other things like meditation and just like bringing more curiosity and listening to more podcasts or reading more books about dreams and and just like watching things that are going to inspire your imagination, all of these things definitely add up. So, again, thank you everyone for for showing up and and for putting in the work and for leveling themselves up within the game. It is greatly appreciated. And again, the work that we're doing here uh, definitely goes far beyond just this broadcast alone. So, much appreciated. So with that said, let's move into a very short closing meditation. As As we've mentioned before, um, these meditations, uh, what we do here is we approach it in a way from uh, thinking about the potential of shared dream experiences. So what we do is we imagine the dream tree. This is the paradigm shift dream tree. And I'm going to see if I can actually uh, bring up the uh, screen share so that you can see um, the graphic on screen, which will be popping up in a second here once it loads up. And so for those of you who have seen like the graphic on the broadcast before, you'll know what I'm talking about. So this graphic, uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, you've probably seen the graphic anyways, but again, imagine like a tree in a field. then like the paradigm shift, the sigil floating over top of it. And what we're going to do, we're going to go to this dream tree. We're going to connect with it heart to heart. We're going to have a moment here. And then we're going to kind of like sit ourselves down. And then we're going to create this narrative where we're returning to this tree and we gather around at this tree and people have already met at this tree. Uh, I I get messages at least like once or twice a week of people who are just like, hey, you were in my dream last night and everything like that. And even though I don't immediately remember it, whether or not it was immediately me or not, uh, it is. Is fascinating to know that myself and others are connecting within the dream space so uh again planting that seed to be able to you know hang out at the dream tree and and, and have meetings there have parties there you know create art there have some drum circles there do some like massage circles meditate together dance together So that's what we're going to be working on here. And again, using this meditation as just like a seed that's going to be planted that will just kind of be there and encouraging you to think about this as you fall asleep at night and and even just like daydreaming about it during the day and just creating that, that intention to arrive there within your dreams or even if you become lucid, You'll be like, oh, go to the dream tree. And then you like teleport there and stuff. So that's, that's the, that's the idea. That's the potential. So with that said, I'll just invite everybody to gently just kind of close your eyes. And, and honestly, you are more than welcome to just like turn off your cameras. If you would like to do that, just give yourself a little bit more privacy. And we will turn ourselves towards our meditation and we will wrap this up and this will be less than 10 minutes. So. so just allow yourself to get nice and comfortable find a place where you'll be able to maintain a degree of stillness stillness can be very very important during a meditation as it allows our energy to focus inwards towards the details of our imagination and connecting with more of who we are so with that said allow yourself to just relax your body roll your shoulders straighten up your spine wiggle your fingers wiggle your toes And gently begin connecting with the breath. Gentle inhales through the nose. Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Again, gentle inhales. Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. As you continue to allow the rhythm of your breath to naturally unfold, gently we'll begin by imagining a white light covering our body and as it does, it just relaxes our entire body. So just feel a white light moving from the top of your head, all the way down past your nose, your lips, your heart, past your torso, past your hips, All the way down to your feet. And as you do this, you just straighten up your spine just by a millimeter more. And gently from here, we'll begin turning our attention inwards as you imagine yourself standing in a beautiful, lush green field with the dream tree off in the distance. And as you are standing in this field, you can feel the grass underneath your feet. Focusing with as much detail as possible on the sensation of the grass, of the dirt on your toes. And this grass, you can even touch it with your hands as it comes up to about your waist, feeling it between your fingers. You become aware of the air on your skin, feeling the air blowing against your skin, a nice cool breeze. You look up into the sky and you see not just a regular sky, but instead you see a starry landscape, even though it is like daytime. You see space above you as if you can see right through the atmosphere, a very dreamlike environment. In this moment, you feel yourself becoming a little bit lighter, gently lifting your feet off the ground through the will of your mind, feeling yourself lifting from the center point of your third eye. The center point of your third eye is like the cockpit for your control right now. That point helps move the entire body. And as you gently lift yourself up, you slowly begin to move yourself towards the dream tree, feeling it like a current pulling you towards it. And as you move towards it, you observe the dream tree, you see it off in the distance in a scale fit to your own imagination, as magical as you wish to see it, shining with crystalline structures in its branches. And above the tree, you see the paradigm shift sigil floating, pulsating, sending out a signal, sending out a wave, sending out light like a beacon calling all dreamers, calling all shifters, calling all light guardians, bringing them home to this space together. And as you approach this tree, you see other people around it, gathering in community, hanging out together, giving each other massages, having conversation, meditating, dancing, making art And you gently begin to bring yourself back down onto the grass as you approach the tree, feeling the exact moment when your toes touch the grass again. You are now standing underneath the dream tree. You look up and you see the magnificent structure of its branches. Again, this is more than just a regular tree. In this space, you can see the energy of it. As if your third eye is opening up. You can see the aura of the tree. You see the tree shining like a crystal. And you walk towards the tree. And you pay attention to the exact moment. When your fingers make contact with the tree. Feeling the bark on your hands. And as you do this. You bring yourself closer up to the tree. You bring yourself with your arms around the tree, giving the tree a hug. And as you do this, you take a big, gentle breath, inhale as you breathe in the energy of the tree, and a big exhale, breathing out, yet also pouring your love into this tree as well. So with each inhale, you receive energy from the tree coming up from the roots. And with each exhale, you pour a bit of your love into this tree. You are the tree. Feeling the intimate connection you share with it. Allowing yourself to just be in this moment of serenity and of peace. Feeling your heart chakra opening up a little bit. Your third eye opening up a little bit. And in this moment, literally just allowing yourself to connect with this tree, knowing that in doing so, it will allow you to establish a path back to it, establish a relationship to it within your heart. And as you hug this tree, you feel an immense sense of familiarity, a sense of belonging, a sense of a familiar feeling, an overwhelming sensation of love. And so you breathe here for a few more minutes, continuing to breathe in the essence of the tree while also pouring your love into it. And as you do this, you crystallize the tree by literally focusing on it in this moment. You help make it tangible within this shared space of our imagination. As long as one person continues to remember that this tree exists, then it will exist. And so as many of us continue to focus on this connection, it becomes more real. It becomes more accessible. It becomes a portal for us to be able to arrive through. Take another breath here, deep, gentle inhale, feeling the energy moving up through your feet all the way up through your body, up through your crown, and you exhale, feeling the energy moving out from your chest back into the tree. Slowly, you will begin to release your arms from the tree if you have been hugging it, and then feeling the call to turn around and gently position yourself at the base of the trunk sitting in lotus position imagining the tree running up your spine so now you have your back to the tree and you feel the strength of the tree connected to your spine you feel its roots as if they are your roots you feel its branches as if they are your branches And as you breathe into this moment, you once again just continue to establish your connection here, simply filling yourself with peace, filling yourself with serenity, creating this moment of connection and deep love. In doing so, this connection continues to grow. In doing so, you allow yourself to return back to this tree at any moment within your day, simply by thinking about it, and also within your dreams, you will feel called to it, capable of returning to it within any moment of lucidity or otherwise. And so as you continue to sit here at the base of the tree, we'll just take a few more breaths before you conclude this meditation. So allow yourself to receive any wisdom from the tree. Perhaps there are words that will be spoken to you. And also allow yourself to be able to express any words that you would like to be able to encode into the tree. Words of gratitude for both the tree and for the community. So take a moment here in your own silence as you continue to connect with your breath, imagine yourself sitting at the base of this dream tree, even imagine yourself looking up at the branches in awe. Allow this to be your moment as you continue to breathe here on your own for the next few breaths in silence. A couple more breaths here on your own. And so in this moment, you may have become more aware of the fact that this tree in itself has an identity this tree in itself has its own spirit this tree has its own voice in the same way you are on your journey this tree stands strong where it is throughout time as a guardian with a purpose and understanding too that this tree its spirit is a fractal of your own and that too is why you are so intimately connected to it so take another moment here as we conclude this meditation to continue to imagine yourself at this base of the tree looking up in awe feeling the connection seeing the people around you in celebration and allowing this image this memory to stay with you And knowing that a part of you will continue to remain at the base of the tree. And so as you shift out of this meditation, you will be able to return back to it because you are still there. So allow yourself to receive any more from this moment of inspiration, any gifts, any wisdom from the tree. Express any final words of gratitude get very friendly with it, and just be like, thanks, dude, you're the best, thanks for standing so tall and being such an awesome tree, I love you so much, you're the best, and thanks for reminding me of how powerful I am, and so, with a few more breaths, gently beginning to shift your awareness back to your physical body, feeling your awareness coming back into your form, continuing to breathe slowly when you are ready, wiggling your toes, wiggling your fingers, feeling the connection that the tree now carries with you, knowing that you will be able to return back to it within your dreams and within your thoughts at any time. When you are ready, slowly as you continue to return back to your body, gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Aho, and conclude this meditation in any way that you want. Even if you just want to bring your like hands to your forehead, give a little namaste, thank you to the tree. Beautiful, awesome. Well, welcome back, everyone, from another fantastical journey to the dream tree here we are once again. <laughs> so again, let's use that little meditation to be a meditation that you can carry with you. So throughout the day, I really encourage you throughout your practice. Just be like, Oh, like have I thought of the dream tree today? Like maybe, maybe you want to like set an alarm during your day where it's like, okay, at three 33 PM, I'm going to take five minutes to imagine the dream tree sort of thing. You know, go for it. We can all do that together. So, So thank you again, everyone, for being a part of this broadcast. We'll pass the talking stick around just one more time. uh, If if anybody had any thoughts that they want to share following the dream tree meditation. And then I'll mention a couple things uh, before we wrap up this broadcast in terms of how you can get connected further with the team. For those of you who are interested in joining on future on-air broadcasts, who want to get involved with our core team and other options as to how you can support, such as through the Patreon and all that good stuff. So I'll just uh, open up the microphone here and we'll allow anybody else to be able to just like share any thoughts that they would like to from that little meditation. And again, just ending it off with any gratitude that you would also like to be able to express for the people who have been a part of this broadcast. Everyone listening. So anybody. And again, I'm not expecting anybody to say much. If you guys are still just totally quiet, that's totally cool. Um, Brian, was there anything that you want to share? Not to put you on the spot, but I know you usually do have something to say. Ryan, if you'd like to share anything, one second, I just got to pull up your microphone. Go ahead. Okay. You're good, dude. Um, uh, just, uh, thanks to all your guys' energy. Uh, it was good to visit
2: with you guys at the tree. I hope to see you all again out there. Uh, it's a, it's a awesome place because collectively that's how we're going to change the world is once we unify and come together, um, got a lot of beautiful people in this group and a lot of beautiful people watching, um, uh, I'm just saying, join us, you know, not like, uh, not like the dark side, you know, but come on, <clears throat> we, we got to unify. That's, that's where the strength and to come is coming together and, and being that community and, and having that unconditional love. So I got that for all you guys. And I loved uh,
1: sharing that space with you and sharing that energy with all of you. So namaste to everyone. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you as well, Brian. And, and yeah, I didn't explicitly mention that within uh, the dream tree meditation, but yeah, one thing that I do commonly say is like when we're at the dream tree, it's like, look for the familiar faces, you know, like see people who you recognize, like maybe you see me there. Maybe you see, you know, like anybody during the broadcast, maybe, you know, you see a long lost friend there type thing. So uh, allow yourself to, to really customize that experience. And, and yeah, I like that idea of like at three, 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 think of the tree, like it rhymes. So that will make it easier to remember. So I, I'm, I'm going to make a note of that. So I invite everybody here to, to make a note of that. And for anybody who like arrives at the dream tree, who has an experience, please like send me a message. Let me know. We are creating that intention. It's out there, man. It's out there. Okay, cool. All right. Let's, uh, anybody else? Everyone's got their, we got, few, we got a few light guardian crystals on the broadcast right now. Brian's got his too. <laughs> and um anybody else oh yeah so we've got yeah we've got quite a few we've got three three out of five three out of five people have their light guard and crystals during the broadcast (laughs) We're so weird. Okay. Uh anybody else who wants to share anything before we wrap it up. Uh Wolf, did you wanna did you wanna say something just following the dream tree meditation? Let me just I would go just
3: love to say thank you all for showing up. Thank you to the people who are viewing. Thank you to the amazing humans here who are um sharing and opening up and just discussing. And thank you, Wolf Shield, for holding this space for all of us. It's been really incredible for me to connect with this community and it's been shifting my life in ways that are just unimaginable. So thank you all so much. And it's been quite a blessing.
1: Awesome. Thank you to Wolf Wolf, Wolf at Wolf Shield. And it's, I, I'm fine with calling us both Wolf, but yeah, anyways, other people might get confused. But anyways, cool. Wolf, thank you. Thank you again. I really appreciate it from, and, and for those of you who, who are just like, who didn't hear before, like Wolf and I, we first connected like at the Lucidity Festival uh, a few years back. After she watched the Journey to Lucidity movie, which brought her to the festival, which is where we connected. And now we're here on the broadcast talking about lucidity. Full circle, man. So cool. And a quick reminder for those of you who haven't yet, because there's always going to be people who are just tuning into this for the first time. Uh, go check out the Journey to Lucidity movies. You can watch those again as inspiration, as fuel for your spirit. You can find those on my YouTube channel at Skull Babylon or just YouTube search Journey to Lucidity or go to paradigmsessential.com forward slash movies and watch them. They're about the Lucidity Festival and a lot to do with like dream exploration and and, and multidimensional concepts. So, okay. And um, Erica, Vanessa, if either of you guys wanna be able to share anything before we wrap up the broadcast, even just a bit about how that meditation was for you, you're more than welcome. Um, I think Vanessa just fell asleep, so that's okay. (laughs) Um, Erica, did you wanna share anything? Yeah, okay, go ahead, Erica.
0: All right, uh, thank you. I like the three, 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 think of the tree. Um, Yeah, I I, I envisioned a specific area for the tree actually. (laughs) There was a field I was in a while ago. Awesome beautiful
1: beautiful yeah and and i like that i like that like the tree is going to be like a little bit it's it's customizable right so we like every tree is going to kind of be different but the same for everyone so yeah that's wonderful awesome i'm i'm again thank you for for being here and i'm glad the the meditation was uh something that was meaningful for you as well so Cool, yeah. sweet. All right, so with that said, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Vanessa sends her love. Vanessa, you're sending your love and everything, right? Thumbs up and stuff, yeah? Okay, cool. <laughs> everything. Everyone's ready for bed as well. So again, thank you so much for those of you who are part of this broadcast. We'll, we'll just do a very quick send-off and then everybody here will just like make some noise as we say goodbye to everyone before we officially end it off. But again, for those of you who are tuned in, if you haven't yet, please feel free to check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com. We did some updates on the website. So if you go to the main network, Nexus. You will find all the past broadcasts really accessible, plus lots of community content, the team Instagrams, all sorts of stuff for you to be able to explore and get inspired by. Also, when you go to the main website on the main landing page, if you follow the signal, that will take you to the application process for the shifter pass, which is how you apply to be able to get connected with our core team, which is our inner private membership, which allows you to get access to ongoing broadcasts on air, such as this one and other team roundtables in the future, plus our team Discord private server and all sorts of other cool things to be able to help assist you in leveling up as a shifter and just being around a team of inspirational, supportive people. But again, everybody within the community is is a part of the community. So for you listening to this, you are a part of that bigger team. And a reminder that you can also support on Patreon. Help us reach 200 active supporters on Patreon by contributing any sort of monthly amount at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. It can be $1, it can be $10, it can be $1,000 either or any is equally appreciated and that will give you access to exclusive content that is going to be coming your way including my uh, live audio broadcast of us reading the alchemist which i'm going to be doing in the future so stay tuned for that that's going to be really really fun and also you can get your 25 percent discount key for items at the quest item shop including your shift buttons and your light guardian crystals for those of you who saw those and were wondering what those were again those are tools toys and talismans to be able to help assist you on your shift in consciousness wear them as jewelry use them as dream tools use them to dance with any and everything they're as magical as you wish to see them and you can find those at questitemshop.com follow me at mysticspiderman on instagram and all sorts of other cool stuff at youtube.com forward slash skull babylon subscribe and rate paradigm shift radio on itunes and stay tuned for future broadcasts on thursdays 8 p.m eastern standard time there may not be a broadcast next week it just depends because i may be out of the office but stay tuned otherwise for updates and uh yeah other than that thank you again everyone please feel free to share this with your friends simply you sharing it is a great way to be able to help support and again take what we learned in this broadcast apply it Allow yourself to deepen your practice, allow yourself to put out that intention and the universe will respond and allow us to come back here in a month so that we can talk about all the amazing things that we've been continuing to experience through our shared dreaming practices together as a team. So thank you. Thank you for showing up, for doing the work and for helping shift the paradigms. So with that said, my name is Brendan, a.k.a. Skull Babylon, a.k.a. Mystic Spider-Man. And this has been another wonderful, exciting episode of Paradigm Shift Dream Class. Thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody here, please feel free to join me in making some noise and sending love to all the people tuned into this broadcast. We love you guys. Drop some comments if you watch this in the future. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you so much. Much love. Alla, awesome. holla. holla. <laughs> <Mahalo>. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, everyone. Much love. And we will see you in the future. Awesome. If you guys can just put yourself on mute and then we'll make sure the audio goes out properly and that's the end of the show. Thanks again, everyone. Much love. See you next time. Keep it shifty. thank you again to our friend danny leonardo whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this broadcast be sure to check out more of her work using the links in the youtube info thank you danny